guys, Futuretari here. We are off this week, so we thought we'd do a little something different, and we thought we'd give you a little preview, or I guess a, a little little taste of the other podcast that I, Tari, do called Ride or Dice. You probably heard me talk about it before. Uh, it is a actual play space-themed podcast with me and friend of the show, Andrew Minna, and a couple of our other friends. Uh, so I thought we would give you the first episode so you can get a little bit of an idea of what it's about and you can fall in love with the characters and you can go and subscribe and get more. We're releasing episodes every other Monday, so really check it out. So without further ado, here you go. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Ride or Dice, a real play Savage Worlds D&D podcast. It's not a D&D podcast. No, it's tabletop. Not oh, I was, so, I was no. so ready to say D&D, and then I couldn't stop myself. It's already... All right, pack so, it up, yeah, guys. Right, pack right, it up. Podcast home. is right. over. Well, that was cool. really Thank easy. you for joining us. All right, we're going to start <laughs> over. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Ride or Dice. It's a real play Savage Worlds podcast featuring your favorite people. Uh, probably. Maybe. Uh, I'm one of those people. My name is Andrew Mena. You can find me on Twitter at, at Andrew Mena, on Instagram at the Andrew Mena. Please follow this podcast at Ride or Dice Pod on uh, Twitter. And joining me, as always, to my right, uh, directly in front of me, Tari J. Miller. Hey guys, it's Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Great energy at the end there. And to his right is Lewis Young. Hey everyone, it's me, Lewis. You can find me on Twitter at LWS Young. And also listen to the other actual play podcast I do, Welcome to the Dungeon Hole. Find it at Dungeon Hole on Twitter. Yeah, that's the good stuff. And completing our holy quadrilogy of people... It's Connor Fitzgerald. Hi, I'm Connor Fitzgerald. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Ouroboros Studios, which is O U R O B O R O S Studios. Um, <laughs> I don't have any other actual play stuff, so I'd follow their things and and be friends with all of us on Instagram. Yeah, Make yeah, me less be alone our friends. I agree. Yeah. Um, so welcome. Uh, this is our episode, our official episode one of this podcast. We have done uh, a little bit of world building. If you guys listened to our episode zero, you heard that. And if not, then this is all brand new to you. So in uh, in the de- desire to uh, ha- expedite things, let's kind of go around the table and talk about who these characters are in this world. Tari, let's go ahead and start with you. Uh, yes, I will be playing the character Hinta, also known as the Possessor. Uh it is a character that is an alien species, uh, kind of a combination of a uh, anglerfish and a uh, sea anemone, if you could. But like, typically wears kind of a coat to fit in, so it looks like uh, just kind of like a dude with a bunch of tentacles and stuff. You know, no bigs. Yeah, just a tentacle dude. Yeah. Nice. That's Hanta. And you're also going to be controlling another character, is that true? Uh, yes, there is an, an AI that we stumbled upon, mm. and I just kind of have that. It also controls the ship, but 
for the most part, it assists me uh, in all of my scientific ventures. Uh, just a more background. Hinta Hinta is a, a science character, a med person. Um, <laughs> it's such a polite way to say med a science scientist. Man. <laughs> science man. Sure. I'm just a science guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, not but not Bill Nye. No. Right. Well, this time. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, those are the general things about Hinta. Um, what else? That's it. And David the AI. And yes. David, David that's the right. AI. Yes. Good old awesome. Davey. Uh, let's move right along. Lewis, who are you going to be playing today? I will be playing Rector Zarno. He is a psychic cyber ninja, a uh, <laughs> disgraced corporate prince on the run. Uh, I will be accompanied by my robot butler, Wilson, who I have uh, jailbreaked to have free will. (laughs) And uh, what do Ractor and Wilson look like? Uh, Ractor is, uh, you know, he's got like the uh, the typical cyberpunk, like circuitry lines kind of going up the face. You know, he's got uh, neon green hair kind of nice. like sticking up all over the place he's got this sort of a, a combat like metal shifting body suit think like uh right in from uh what was that one metal um, gear rising metal gear rising revengeance, revengeance. yeah <laughs> yes it's sort of in that vein oh, you know cyber ninja um fights with a sword even though lasers exist so why would you ever you know typical weeaboo bullshit there we go <laughs> awesome <Excellent>. awesome <laughs> and uh tell us more about scritch oh yeah so my character is scritch Spoiler alert! Sorry, yeah. And um, it's a, he's a he, he's he's kind of based on an offshoot program in this world's version of the late '90s, where NASA was experimenting again with uh, sending animals into space, and so they sent a cat up to space with a bunch of like time capsule paraphernalia, and he just like disappeared and then popped out later, just kind of mutated, and he can talk, and he's got a bunch of weird '90s shit. He's just a totally tubular dude. And he's constantly getting high on catnip to get over the trauma that he suffered through like this weird time-space vortex that he refuses to talk about. To help cope with that, in a non-sexual way, I assure you, he has Craig-listed his like, partner, Devin, who is like a grad student who's on the ship. And she would she do journalism, photography? What did we decide... I can't remember. I think photography. She's just a general artist. She's just like a general artist yeah. and <laughs> she she's, always trying her hand at different arts. I mean, she majored in communications. She but. keeps trying <laughs> to turn the med bay into a craft room. Yeah. Yeah. She just she's just he looked for a cat person and she signed up and so he pays her to just do cat owner stuff. You know, nothing sexual. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't stress this enough. Nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. There. <laughs> this isn't that I, kind of podcast. No, I do. I do have a picture of him though on my Instagram. Oh, <laughs> so if you go over to Ouroboros Studios right now, uh, you can visually see what Connor has imagined. Just plug that shit. Hell yeah! Plug away. Yeah. Plug away. That's my story. Cool. Uh, you can also go to Connor's Instagram to see pictures of my character. I don't know. That's not. I true. haven't drawn him it's yet. It's not true. I was going to draw him later. It may today. be true in the future. It yeah. will. It will be true whenever this airs. Oh? I just like pointing to your Instagram. Oh, nice. well, you yeah. check out. You check out Tari J because he's got a bunch of cool, fun stuff on there. Hell yeah! You draw your character too. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lewis, get on the bandwagon. Come yeah, on. bro. I don't draw. Commission something. Yeah. Let's okay, just see. I let's just see you, a Connor. sweet okay. stick figure. <laughs> cool. Great. Uh... Yes, so welcome to the galaxy. We spent a lot of time kind of creating it the other day, so if you uh, listen to that, great, and if not, we're just going to kind of jump on in. Um, So you guys are the crew of the Cruise Control, spelled with Ks. Um, 
and you guys have been out in the kind of uh, the black of space now for like a week. You've been uh, you've been doing a different uh, cargo job pretty much every other week these days. And you have a lot of kind of like quick turnaround. So there's it's a lot of kind of exhausting work in space. You guys kind of feel maybe like a little a little stretched thin. It's been a long time since you've gotten a chance to like sleep in a regular bed. You're sleeping a lot on the ship. Like it's a nomadic life that you maybe didn't sign up for, but that you're okay with. Uh, and I think that there is an element of like. Uh, cabin fever that it maybe is starting to like eke into your day-to-day life that said um you were about uh three hours away from your drop-off point of the latest batch of cargo it's just you guys on the ship and wilson devon and the ai david other than that uh things have been very quiet the the cargo jobs uh typically kind of go off without a hitch usually cargo doesn't really have too much to say or do so you guys end up just dropping it off with relative ease uh, your fence, your friend who will be selling this merch once you get it off the ship, is a Saurian by the name of Bulgar. Yeah! Lives, uh, in, uh, kind of a rural area of a metropolitan planet called, uh, Skatha. And, uh, you guys are on your way now to go and visit him. Uh, the ship seems quiet. Things have kind of been very boring for you guys lately as you make your way to Skatha. Um, is there any business you guys have in the ship? Anything that you guys would be doing? What would Scritch be doing? What time of day is it? I think it's probably mid-afternoon. I am asleep. Okay. This is your your cat nap time. One of many, yes. One of many. Got you. What's Raktor doing as the ship kind of, uh, very slowly kind of hurdles towards its destination? I think he is, uh, probably doing some pull-ups. Sure. And where is his uh, his little like workout gym? Did he set one up? He set one up in the uh, the cargo bay, or where was it exactly? We had a training deck. Oh, yeah. that's right. He yeah. has an old training room. Okay, that's right. Uh, if you didn't if you didn't listen to episode zero, he has an awesome training room, and we'll talk more about it soon. I had already completely forgotten. We don't. We didn't talk about that in episode zero. <laughs> oh, did I don't we didn't? think we did. Oh, we talked about that. Oh, that's right. Shadow. Yeah, we did. That's right. The practice one. Yes, we in our in an episode that will never see the light of day because we didn't record it and we didn't uh, think about that far. Uh, we decided what the the ship looks like, uh, what rooms are on it, and uh, exactly uh, what it can and can't hold. You got a dope breakdown, Andrew. I got a sweet breakdown. In fact. Um, it starts in the cockpit, which is about big enough for four people, um, and then we kind of move into a main hall, uh, on the left and right of which are the client quarters, which has three rooms with six beds, and on the right of which is the crew quarters, which has three rooms and one bed in each. Those are your guys' rooms. As you go down that hall, you get to the common area, which is big enough for ten people to comfortably be in at one time. Uh, you go down another hall uh, that has the airlocks, uh, that's your kind of main cargo airlock area. And uh, beyond that area is the cargo hold, which also connects you to the engine. And the engine room connects you to uh, a training deck, which is where uh, Raktor is right now, kind of training in a sort of... It's kind of like the um, the Star Trek room where you're able to train the holodeck thing, but it's, it's like not an, quite. It's like an AR deck, so like right. yeah, it's, you, yeah, got, you have to wear a visor to like really right. Right, it's into a little it. Ender's Game <laughs> mixed with... Yeah, it's like a lot of good stuff. Uh, the training deck is there, as well as a med lab on the opposite side of the engine room, and that is where Henta kind of sets up his scientific experiments and operations. Uh, and then beyond the engine room as well, we have kind of a gunner position, where... The single gun on the ship is able to uh, fend off attackers. 
uh, and break through debris in space. Because you guys occasionally have to kind of fire your way through an asteroid field once in a while. Uh, not usually, since Scritch is kind of an ace pilot, but uh, once in a while. So, uh, yes, that's the breakdown. And let's uh, move on to Henta. Henta, what are you doing in this ship as you guys uh, kind of very... Uh, you guys have been at it for a while. What are you, what are you up to? Hinta, uh, as we had we discussed last week in our, in our shadow session, right in the episode about, that will never be aired. Um, Hinta's life goal is to create life uh, because the race that Hinta comes from—that's the one thing that they can't do. Uh, in the episode zero, we talked about how the philosophers can create matter from energy and energy from matter uh, and all that stuff, but the one thing they can't do is create life so henta is constantly trying to figure out one what what creates what is that spark that makes something alive what actually constitutes a life uh so right now henta is constantly kind of working on uh what connor referred to as my son which is essentially a a combination of different prosthetics and it's like a, a like an automaton or a golem um, that Hint is constantly trying to put a life soul into, into right. which is not ethically fucked up at all. No, and wait <laughs> to clear to clarify too, because yes. we don't know you're a philosopher. You you go by that other term. Yes. So um, Hinta really really wants to overshadow the philosophers, uh, and so Hinta wants to get by on its own merit. So uh, Hinta goes by the possessor, the one who possesses all the knowledge of the universe and also hint is kind of a hoarder so uh hint it's all also, good stuff yeah one always, who possesses all the things oh all the things, all the things. hashtag all the things. hashtag all the things if you like this podcast uh hit us up with that hashtag all the things that is now exclusively connected to this podcast totally nothing else has that right <laughs> um awesome okay so you're just kind of uh tinkering around huh yes indeed Alrighty. Well, uh, things have been uh, pretty quiet here on the space front for you guys for a while. And as you kind of put into uh, to Scatha, things uh, go continually as planned. You guys uh, you guys put into port. Scatha is kind of a beautiful uh, terrestrial sort of looking planet. It's got a lot of oceans and a lot of kind of greenery as you kind of approach from orbit. Um, I should probably wake up for our descent if I'm the pilot. Probably, I imagine. Yeah, there's like a little uh, alarm that goes off and goes. Or De- well, that's what take it off. Uh, that's what Devin is for. Is to she wakes? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, Devin yes. is the alarm then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So De- Devin. Yeah. But Devin, totally the college grad, comes over with no. her tea to be like, um, Scritch. I think it's time to um, uh, fly the plane or fly the ship. Oh no! What if I scratch you behind your ears? Right okay, here? fine. A little time to go. Oh, all right. Okay. 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 And I'm gonna go and reach in a little drawer and take out my old dime bag of catnip. <laughs> no. I'm gonna do a nitrogen check to make sure that there's no nitrogen around. <laughs> That's actually just a pre-established rule to make sure, sure I don't blow sure. anything up. But we, I'm sure we, there's not. We talked because he uh, Scritch is a is a smoker that uh, there are going to be occasionally situations in an all oxygen <laughs> environment where he's going to want to make sure that that's not uh, where he's going to light up. So he's cautious about it. We he's he's been it's been addressed. So uh, yeah, you know that on your own ship that you're doing pretty good. Okay, uh, unless there's some sort of critical thing that you'd know about. Uh, you're you're good. You're good to light up. All right. So we're just going to take that to the to the to the cockpit, I guess. All right. 
Scrish kind of like lights up and walks on over to the cockpit and sits like plunks himself down in his little cockpit chair. Do you have to uh, compensate for your height at all when sitting am, in the cockpit chair? Do you? Have, I like, am books? guessing so, or maybe because we've had this ship for a while that I like installed a child size seat <laughs> for for me to fly it, and then there's like kind of like in Firefly how there's the the two different uh, decks where you can pilot from, mm-hmm. just so if someone else has to fly the ship, they don't have to be standing while they do it got you okay there's yeah. a, there's a second chair the second station yeah perfect but i go to my little cat station okay mm-hmm. so you go to your little baby station you plunk up <laughs> down into the into the high baby chair sort of thing and uh you start piloting that ship maybe give me a piloting roll all right cool as you put that ship into port okay i got a four okay that's a success yeah yeah Uh, so you know no flares this time the ace pilot is kind of like taking it easy maybe he just kind of like is still wiping the sleep out of his eyes but uh you put it down onto the uh the landing pad at kind of the local spaceport down here in scotha which is a pretty large spaceport you could think you look out kind of across this vast array of you see probably like 20 more ships though this place can probably hold about 100 um it's kind of a it's not exactly a backwater planet but it's the kind of um it's kind of a cousin planet to one of the larger metropolitan cities or planet cities. Uh, so uh, it's kind of just adjacent to a lot of people. Uh, most of this planet is like forest uh, and kind of like nice unspoiled greenery. Uh, and as such, it's like a really wonderfully rich atmosphere and they raise a lot of livestock and a lot of uh, like animals on this planet. And as such, people live a little bit better. Because on this planet, you actually are able to eat things like eggs or like have like real cereal and things like that. Like people, Neat. people live uh, like people on Earth used to live, sort of thing. Um, wherein you know most of the galaxy is uh, is a lot of like uh, bars and like kind of edible sort of like protein shake things. Uh, you guys are actually able to get like real food down here, which is kind of cool. Maybe maybe something you guys look forward to whenever you visit uh, your good friend Bulgar. Um, so as you guys put the ship down, uh, things go totally according to plan. Uh, Scritch gives you uh, little to worry about as he gently lands it in the Scatha outpost. And uh, as you guys disembark, you kind of come out to a beautiful kind of greenish land. You guys can go straight on over to Bulgar if you guys just want to get business done. But you also are on like a nice-ish planet after being in the ship for a week. Do you guys think that there's anything that you prioritize over getting work done, or do you think you do that first? Gen- gentleman and thing? I, I <laughs> what think do we think? <laughs> I think we drop the stuff off first, probably. Okay. We don't want this... Uh, I don't know. What what are we hauling? Do we know? Uh, no. In fact, you have, uh, like, eight large crates, uh, yeah. large metal crates that you haven't opened. Uh, you, you know, you don't want to break the seal. Yeah, I think I would uh, prioritize uh, dropping those uh, mysterious cargo crates off before those get us in trouble. I'm done with that. In case <laughs> yeah. it's full of children. Okay. Yeah. We don't Plus really people know. steal, you know, so yeah. you don't want to leave a bunch of cargo in your Absolutely. ship. Absolutely. So you guys want to, do you guys want to kind of load up your little buggy and take it? Or do you guys want yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you guys load up the buggy. Do you take any precautions to kind of, uh, like, uh, disguise your cargo at all since you're maybe iffy about its contents or do you guys just want to kind of like okay sure <laughs> how yeah. uh just just for hey, that the works. sake of Tarps visualizing yes. how does the buggy tow this stuff are they on like little hovery things and it's like a caravan of, of I kind of figured there's a like bed one, it's like yeah, a bed like a truck okay. bed to put everything in yeah. and there's yeah. a harpoon gun on this right I did Yes, we did talk okay, about that perfect. there's yes, a harpoon gun on the back like kind Excellent. of like a little like gunner station kind of on the top 
of the like truck hood sort of thing. This is kind of like a truck. It's kind of shaped like a truck. Gotcha. And with big kind of uh, bouncy wheels so it can have uh, a little bit of extra shock absorbency, carry Ooh. a little bit more load maybe. I dig it. And kind of like compensate for different gravitational uh, variations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is this our mech? Um, oh, was it a mech? You guys it, decided to have shift? a mech, didn't you? Didn't, yes. Doesn't it like shift into it does. a mech? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. so, yes. This, so this little buggy can just turn into, uh, you know, that the bed can kind of like, uh, uh, like un, unfold and become <laughs> these two kind of like forks as their arms, like the alien Ripley. Well, I opted uh, for a transformer. Boss. Yes, of course. I of got course. a transformer for yeah. a ship. Oh. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. You know you also have limited um, like jump jets on it, so you can like jump over like a little uh, gorge if you have to, or if you turn it into a mech, you can fly it at a very limited distance. Neat. So, all right. All right. So you guys uh, take your cargo on over to Bulgar, who uh, is very happy to see you, and he uh, kind of is uh, like cleaning gre- grease off his hands with a like a little red rag as you come up. He's like this. Very beefy-looking, six-foot-tall Saurian uh, lizard man with this kind of a uh, little bit of an underbite and kind of like a square jaw, and he kind of like smirks ever so slightly as you guys kind of pull up, and he goes, "Well, well, well, boys, look who brought me a little treat, Bulgar." Hey, Scritch, how you doing, boy? And he uh, gives you like a little scratch behind the ears. Yeah. Hello. Do- we have arrived. Penta, good to see you as always. Rector, being r- real shy out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know how he does. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we brought your crates. We kind of wanted to unload them because we have no idea what's going on in there. Uh, and hey. we have no desire to understand what is inside. Oh, oh I was going to see if y'all were curious. We could always pop it open. I got wait, a crowbar wait. right over here. The man has a point. Yeah, let's pop I'm let's really pop that. curious. Let's pop that top. Let's yeah. see it. Well, we don't have to if Hentis is not comfortable. I will turn my back. Hentis not usually comfortable. Oh, all, all right. He goes to pop it open. And, uh, does. And, uh, you guys just see open, like, a bunch, like, of rice just kind of, like, psh, falls out of this, uh, this crate door and kind of spills oh. all over the floor. Uh, and you see, like, uh, one of the bags has, like, ripped. They're, they're in, like, a lot of sacks inside of these crates. Uh, and you just see that this one has kind of, like, spilled out and all over the place. And he's like, well, looks to me like, uh, some foodstuffs. Are we gonna get docked because the bag ripped? No, I think I can do a little creative math and make sure that uh, we were one bag short. You know, space and all you're that. Good, you're a good man. You're a good <laughs> man, Bulgar. Hey, no problem, little buddy. So, uh, what you guys going to do while you're on the planet? I was going to follow Rector around. Uh, probably, I mean, get drunk and uh, there we go. find another job, right? Yeah. Well, hell yeah, the Peregrine is the best place to get a drink in town. If you want to head on over, I'll probably be over in a couple hours. I just got to make sure I find the uh, <laughs> the buyer for this here merch and get it on handed off. Yes, I thought I'd stop into the clock shop. There were some delicious ancient clocks that I really have a taste You're for. You are such a nerd. <laughs> I'm come sorry. On, come matter, matterize a beer or something. Can you do that? It's gross. Beer is disgusting. Man, I told Jito that that antique shop would never work. You're the only dang thing keeping that guy in business. <laughs> well... For you guys, it would be the equivalent of a candy shop. Wait, so you eat I the clocks? I don't know what that is. You've seen them do it. I still don't understand why, though. I don't either, but I've seen them do it. Clocks are a perfect combination of different materials. You have organic materials that are wood. You have 
silver-plated cogs. You have copper. Blah, you have blah, barium. blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, fine. If you don't want to come with us, that's fine. I All right, nerd. There. Go yeah, eat your clocks. I'm yeah, get... sorry. It is just so delicious. <sighs> You're such a buzzkill, man. <laughs> There are no bees here. Uh, all right, let's go to the place that he was just talking about and not that. That place which we definitely remember the name of. We've been there so many times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and Bulgar is like, all right, I'll see you all in a few hours. And uh, at the, the Peregrine. At the Peregrine. And he kind of waves you guys off. Uh, Henta, you head on over to the antique shop <laughs> um, run by this really this really sweet Boolean named Jito. Um and uh, he's just like a very, he's like in his little spacesuit, so it's kind of like a uh, like a like a silver colored circle with these little kind of uh, like a little slit in it. You can see his eyes through, mm-hmm. and then just like kind of spindly looking arms and legs in uh, proper gloves, so that he's not exposed to our atmosphere. Gotcha, or this atmosphere, I should say. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, uh, and Jito kind of sees you come in, and the little bell tinkles as you uh, uh, enter the door, and uh, kind of like float your way through. And Jido looks up and says, Oh, friend, good to see you. You've come back. What can I get you? I've got some very good time pieces for you. Ah, uh, I'm looking for something at least, mm, let's say 2,000 years old. Okay. Mm. You're looking for the primo antiques. Hey, hold on, my friend. I go into the back. I see what I have. And he kind of like leaves your vision for a second. He goes through this little uh, curtain. And after a second, you see kind of this big wooden... Um, kind of uh, 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 kind of a large uh, rectangular shape come through first and uh, you just see it it's it's gorgeous and it's in this like really old wood you can see a splintering here and there like very very old um, but it's got this kind of really pretty kind of almost sheened finish to it um, and he kind of brings in what you can kind of you don't really recognize you've never seen it before it's not from your culture but it's just this huge rectangular thing with a clock face at the top and on the in the middle, it kind of has this weird dangling sort of pendulum thing, um, and it has like a little cabinet. Oh, that took me way too the, long to realize what you were talking the about. Cabinet, like, yeah. go on, yes, this sounds like a clock. <laughs> and, and, oh, of course. And Gito, Gito wheels it out on a kind of a, a little dolly, and he goes, "Friend, this is primo antique, I tell you." Ooh, does it have a cuckoo? I really enjoy the crunch of a cuckoo. Oh, there is a cuckoo, yes. It makes a cuckoo sound. It goes to king cuckoo. Ooh, that means there's a nice little bell inside as well. I will take it. How many credits will this cost me? Oh, this is going to be a very expensive purchase, friend. This is going to be a whole 500 credits. 500 credits. That's right. Like a I'm lot. just letting you know this is a one of a kind item that never before had, never before again. Hmm. Perhaps I can do you a favor in exchange for this clock. Oh, perhaps you could. I do have uh, jobs that I need to do with. Go on. Okay. My son, he runs the mines out in uh, Ajax Prime, the planet just outside of town. And he's having a terrible time with the Warwicks there. You see, as part of the Warwick Empire, and uh, they are not really terribly fond of sharing resources. If you could help my son either make a deal with these warwicks or perhaps uh, forcibly remove them. Uh, what? I, uh, I'm, not, uh, uh, I'm uh, not here to make those choices. Okay, I should make it this clear that I'm not a forceful kind of person. No, certainly. Then the deal, of course, the deal will be made. But the warwicks, they are very stubborn people. You will need to have a, a sure heart and a clear mind in order to deal with them. 
Hmm. All right. Here's the deal. I will do this. But I must ask. Yes. And Hinta's little sensors start whirring. <laughs> My crew will require payment. I see, I see. So this beautiful piece of antiquity is not good enough. It's good enough for me, but not for them. It also seems like your request is quite... How would I say? Hmm. It is dangerous? Hmm. I think that means, I mean, if you handle it like a dangerous person, anything could be dangerous. I could tie my shoes in a way that it would be dangerous. If I were tying them while going down the stairs. I acknowledge your spin, but it is still incorrect. <laughs> okay, you very tricky boy. I said to you, okay, I will talk to my son. When you get there, maybe we uh, we do deal. I do half and he match. Yeah? That way we both pay your friends and you get the clock you want. I will consider it. Okay. Let me talk to my crew. Okay, you know where to find me, my boy. Yes, make sure no one takes this clock. Okay, Henta. I will put it in the back, away from prying us. <laughs> he Thank kind of you. like laughs as you leave, and he waves as the kind of bell tingles and you exit. Meanwhile, at the Peregrine, you guys come into this huge bar. Um, it is kind of... Uh, the biggest bar in town, and it's kind of the uh, the one place that the town tries to get people to spend money when they're here. So it is enormous. Not only does it have uh, three stories with kind of a main kind of sec- center section that has like a zero-grav place where you can see people kind of dancing in zero gravity, but um, it also kind of has uh, like the third floor is like an arcade of sorts where you're able to kind of play sim games. Some of them are games quote-unquote, and some of them are like your AR training simulation where it's essentially that. It's a place for like people who are good at that sort of stuff to show off um, for a few credits. Maybe earn some tickets and get themselves like a nice bracelet. Uh, so <laughs> you guys... Or three uh, Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, and then uh, the second floor is entirely drinks. It's just entirely bars. It's where everyone goes to kind of make sure that they have what they want. And the first floor is kind of like a, a hanging lounge sort of situation where there are a lot of places to sit. It's where you would go if you wanted to have some sort of meeting with someone or if you were, you know, talking with someone at the bar. So... You guys walk in and you see kind of the world is your oyster. What is uh, what does Ractor want to do here? Uh, Ractor approaches the bar yeah. and uh, he, I don't know, who's tending? Um, there's this kind of uh, this kind of tall looking. Uh, so there's this tall tarl woman, this cat woman, who uh, uh, she kind of has a little name tag on her lapel that says uh, Pana, and uh, she kind of turns around, wiping glasses, like, "Hey, what can I get for you?" Uh, line them up. <laughs> you got it, kid. And she, like, takes this, uh, like, b- big bottle of, like... Uh, space liquor. Space liquor. Super, like, iridescent blue. Yeah. And she, like, pours it into uh, a couple shot glasses. And she goes, all right, get started. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I make a, make an effort to uh, get my uh, cat friend here drunk. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> she kind of, like, looks down and, uh, like, notices how short you are compared to her. And she goes... Hello. <laughs> All right. I don't know if we serve minors though. I'm like 48. She like hears your That's voice really and kind of like looks at you for a minute. And she like squints. She goes, "Holy shit! You're not a taro at all." Yeah. No. I'm gonna like climb up on the bar stool and just be like, <laughs> "No, no, I'm not. I have money, and uh, I don't know what. What do? Uh, what? What's enough to get a? Uh, it's no good way to phrase this. What? What's a good amount of booze to get like a child drunk? 
Yeah, that's not a good way to phrase that. It's really not. Like five credits. It's probably? my best, my best reference. I think right now. If you had to get a child drunk, I guess like five credits would probably do it. I think no amount is a good amount to get a child. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> or are no, they just the best arguing amounts? semantics? And is this place smoker friendly or? Uh, I I don't think so, kid. This okay, is kind of fine. a multicultural kind of place. We make sure that the, everyone who has to breathe everything can breathe everything. You that's, got me. That's fair. That's fair. She kind of like gives you kind of a sideways look, like this isn't even like people. Wow! Wow! Yeah. I mean, God obviously, damn. but wow! We're we're both cats. I don't want to pull the cat card, but like, come <laughs> on! Yeah, I think that maybe you find that in um, in your day to day interactions, especially with Tarl, but there's like a weird disconnect where they like uh, they treat Aren't you sure like where yeah. I, where I am on the scale of the living being. Right. Yeah, because you appear like almost like one of their children, but maybe uh, you know, there's a lot different about you. You're the rocket of this world of the Guardians of the Galaxy of mm. this world, but uh yeah, so I think I think the cat people kind of view you through kind of like a sideways glance. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to slide 5 credits her way. Okay. Yeah. And she uh she kind of slides back like one of those iridescent blue shots. And this one is kind of larger than the ones that Rector's been pouring. I'm going to put some catnip inside my shot. I don't know if that's advised, but we're going to try it. Make me a vigor roll. Ooh. Three. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you, 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 you like sprinkle a little of that cat, that sweet, sweet catnip on top because you're an addict. And, uh, <laughs> and you, you pound it and uh, it just doesn't taste very good. And you get those like flecks of like catnip in your oh. teeth. And uh, you kind of have it stuck in your teeth, and after a minute, you just kind of like gag a little, and then you gag a little, and then um, uh, you you hairball it up. Oh no! no. Can I yeah. can I do my best with all of my extreme agility to projectile it at the floor and not sure. on the bar? Yeah, yeah. Make me <laughs> to make me an agility roll to see if you can control where you spit this hairball. Woof. Okay. <laughs> I mean, meow. That's a that's a one. No, it's a two. Okay. It's a two, but yeah. it's not doing me any favors. So you 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 go and in in kind of like uh, trying to arc your your neck down, uh, like you take a like a reactionarily like you kind of go up first in anticipation of going down, and you you give it it comes out on, on no, the upswing, no, so it gets it gets no. kind of uh, some air, and it flies right past um, this woman's uh, this woman's left ear. And into the glasses on the back bar, and just go, Kush! and two of the bottles kind of fall on the floor. And she like looks at you and looks at the bottles and kind of looks back at you and she goes, "That's gonna be Ted Kred's honey." Okay, I meant to do that. <clears throat> That's okay. It it's happened before. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Everyone is very awkward about this. I'm gonna say that there's like three people in the bar, just kind of like it was turned and still are looking at you they're not looking away they're waiting for you to like do something did that did i even get me like buzzed at all because i know that his objective was to get me drunk and i'm just here to have a good time i think you're about halfway i think some of the yeah i think you spit up some i think you absorb some though okay i think you're gonna have to have another drink if you want to just get back down on this party and rector buys him a drink yeah rector you do that and uh i think both of you make me a vigor roll real quick sure. see how oh, you guys yeah. are feeling oh, yeah. now yeah get nice and vigorous Oh, and I'd like to clarify... Oh, so I got a five. Okay, all right. Uh, and I'd like to clarify that because of my stubborn hindrance, I'm going to put catnip in it again. Oh, okay. 
Okay, in that case, go ahead and, and roll it again, but roll it with um, with a minus two. And take a Benny, because that's a great... Uh, Thank you. That's a great stupid thing you're doing. I got a two on my bigger. Uh-oh. All right, step aside, buddy, because I got to... I'm doing this to... Ooh, <laughs> one. You got a one? Well, minus two, right? Because uh-huh. I'm adding catnip, so... Right. Yeah, that's okay. a one. So you got a one, and you got a what was it? A uh, two. Fantastic. <laughs> so you're, you're, shitty. you're actually you both, you both line it up, and uh, both of you kind of clank your glasses together, and then you like sprinkle a little catnip on there, and then you both shoot them together, and then both of you kind of like smile at each other, and then both kind of like uh, as you as you like uh, look at each other in the eyes, your expressions quickly turn from success and triumph to just utter horror and both of you kind of uh, like both have this like really quick like oh shit I have to spit this back out uh, or like I have to spit up sort of kind of like feeling like that weird heartburn sensation um, and to the both, bathroom both of you make uh, yeah make me dex th- uh, or, uh, sorry not dex uh, make me agility throws as both of you try to control yourselves well I got a seven so <laughs> five Okay, both of you look at each other, and you and you both know instinctively you got mixed <laughs> in the fucking bathroom, and you both just like just bolt out of out of off the bar and towards the restrooms and uh, whiskey w- shit with your Yay. with your rolls. You're both able to make it in time, but uh, you guys are not feeling great. Wow. Uh, Henta, you arrive at the bar, and you don't really see your friends anywhere. Um, you don't know where exactly you might want to look for them. There's a dance floor, kind of like a weird floating orb in the center of this place where a bunch of people are dancing in zero gravity. There's like a bar level on the second floor and some games on the third. So you, you don't see them anywhere on the first floor with it, where the lounge is, where all the people would be sitting. So you think they're probably in one of the second or third floors. Okay. Um, uh, Hinta would approach the bar. Okay. Um, there's a uh, a tarl woman, a cat person woman, who is at the bar. She has kind of like long silver hair, and uh, it's kind of tucked back in a braid. Is she a new bartender, or is she one that would recognize Henta? Um, I don't think that she recognizes Henta, but it's uh, but she's not new. Okay. Do you have any bottles for me today? And she goes, "Oh, you're that you're that guy that eats the bottles, aren't you?" Obviously. Okay, well, I was just making sure I don't want, you know, bottles sometimes people think that, you know, they have stuff in them. Or, I mean, they don't think that. They know that because that's the way we sell them. It's a custom. I'm not sure why I'm explaining that to you. Anyway, uh, yeah. And then she, like, goes underneath the counter and she pulls out this little kind of cardboard box that has, like, five bottles kind of lined up standing in it. And she hands you the the whole box. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, hon. Thank you for recycling for us. Yes, that is what I'm doing. And she kind of like uh like just smiles and watches you. Hinta grabs the box and then tries to find a table. Uh yeah. also there's a there's like a nice uh, two person table with those high chairs that you can go and sit at. Dope. Alright. Uh so Hinta just sits at that table, mm-hmm. puts the bottles down, un uh buttons <laughs> a couple of just like a couple of the top buttons of the coat mm-hmm. and it's just so enough for where uh just for sake of description Hinta's mouth goes from mid-face uh, down uh, its body. Yeah, where so like it's... a human's groin would be, it goes until I think. Right. So uh, the just the top flap of the, the bottom lip opens. <laughs> it curls out. And uh, Hinta just starts shoving 
the bottles fully into that little crevice. What sounds are made Ugh. during this eating process? Can we hear you crunching on the glass, or is the glass kind of compressed in some fashion? What does sounds it, does are it we scream? <laughs> yeah. Do, the Do we scream? hear the last words of the glass? No. What, what, what yes. sounds are we you hearing? You hear now? the bottles going, no! <laughs> um, no that's I mean, what I picture Scritch does every time you eat something, <laughs> like, no! Um, no, I mean, it... it it basically the the when the mouth is closed it's almost like a, a void. So like you you hear the the bottle sliding in, you see the the flap close, and then uh basically that's it's kinda just that's it. You might hear like a tiny compressed glass sound, but that's it. Okay. So just very the slightest of sounds. Right. Yeah, and that bartender is kind of like looking at over looking over at you and if this were an anime like a single like sweat drop would kind of drop down the side of her head as she's just like uh, uh I guess that's recycling, huh? She just kind of like uh makes eyes at you after after I think uh, probably like 2 minutes of you sitting there enjoying probably slowly, you know, savoring your bottles. I think the uh, the, the gruesome twosome like finally makes their way yeah. out of the restroom. Oh, buddy. Clutching their stomachs. I don't know what happened. I think it was the catnip. Uh, I think that's something the, the about second time. The space liquor today. Uh, ah, shit. That was a lot. You want to play some video games? They got a good rig upstairs. You want to play some games? You know what? F- fuck it. Why not? Let's have some more shots let's, and then go no, upstairs. We'll, 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 okay, wait. Yes, that sounds like it. Yes, let's do that. Double let's yes. Go, let's go to the bar. Let's go to the Hinta flags you guys down. I was going to say, as you guys uh, walk back to the bar, I think that you probably notice Hinta. Hey, Hinta, how was the uh, clock? Hinta! (laughs) About that, I have a job for us. How did you get a job? And all I've done is throw up twice. Well, I Don't answer that. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, I, uh, I need to get a clock. So the clockmaker, or I guess not maker... But the one who possesses the clocks has given me a job in order to pay for it and said there is handsome rewards for you. Okay, so... Did we talk numbers? I'm a little... I'm a little stoned right now. Okay, so... What? what, Are we getting paid in clocks right now? No, only I am getting paid in clocks. Did you say the phrase time is money? I did not. Okay. Because time is in fact not money. Time is a construct. Okay. Wait, so what are we, yeah, what are we getting then? What are the numbers? Uh, between the two of you, I would say that it is 250 credits each. That's not a lot. That doesn't sound like... It seems like a lot. What are we doing? Are, are we doing diplomacy? Yes, how did you know? I had a feeling if we're doing this for a clock, we're probably not... Are we getting a shootout? Wait. What? No. We are to negotiate between the clockmaker's... Why do I believe he is a maker? The clock handler's son and a group of people I do not remember. I was distracted. There were too many clocks. Wow, this sounds like a really promising lead. Yeah, this sounds like a dud. Yeah. Are you sure this clock's real? Have you seen the clock? I've seen the clock. Well, I do who not cares about the, the clock? <laughs> I just want to make sure we're getting the money. Is the money payment. real? Oh my God. The money is real, as far as I know. As far do Does it matter? Is money a thing? Do you care about money so much? Yes. You Literally, know the engine, yes. The engine that flies our ship? You yes. need to buy fuel to make it run. And you use money. <gasps> mm. 
You use money to buy fuel. Oh, fair enough. But so? No, just because you eat clocks doesn't mean that the rest of us can <laughs> eat clocks. <laughs> we need to buy food. I mean, food is all around you. Okay. Well, all right. Do you want to shoves another bottle in his mouth? No. <laughs> Rector, do you want to talk to the guy he's talking about and see if this is actually fucking legit? Yeah, I mean, you know, a job's a job. We've been kind of going through a dry spell, so let's see if we can negotiate something more than a clock. Yeah, I'd be happy to. 250 and credits. 250 credits each. Each, that's still just... That's, that's not much. It'll be, it'll be nice to not move boxes around, though, for a minute. Yeah, I, yeah. definitely when I joined up with this crew, I, I had uh, higher hopes than... Uh, Hauling rice across the galaxy. Well, let's. Okay. You make it sound so banal when you say it that way. Well, <laughs> it's go, rice. Let's go. Let's go negotiate. Yes. Okay. Okay. I have a alternative solution. Buy me. I'm not going to kill him. We rob the clock shop. No, well, wait. That's a great idea. I was going to say, buy me the clock, and all of our problems are solved. How much is the clock? So we'll credits. steal oh you the clock. So we're going to either steal you the clock or we're going to negotiate with... To use your own logic... Farmers? 500 credits doesn't seem like a lot. He's well for You're, a clock. They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> for a clock, you, Wait, maybe. wait, wait, wait. You say the shop is full of clocks? Yes. The shop is full of clocks. And each of these clocks is worth ballpark 500 credits? I am feeling reservations about bringing you there. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> let's, let's hear the man out, because robbing the place sounds really nice right now. I have changed my mind. I will save my money. So, Ractor and Scritch, you accompany Henta over to the Ancient Ones, the antique shop of Jido, a Boolean who you guys have probably seen before, or at the very least kind of walked past this shop with Henta to kind of drop him off. Um... It's about, uh, it's about like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so you think that there's a little bit of time left in which you guys can talk to Jito, and then after that, it'll be probably closed, and if you guys were interested in kind of doing what you hinted at doing, uh, which yeah, is rob we, the place. Are we going to do that on, the, on our, like, home base? Yeah, we shouldn't. Is this our home base? I thought I it was, because Bulgar is here, and we keep going to the Peregrine. Hey, you don't ever All have right. to come to this area of town again. That is very like, true. You can do whatever you want. That's maybe. why I just want to bring it up for negotiation before we do that or negotiate. I just want to state that this is literally my favorite place in the galaxy. <laughs> oh, no. That's why we're going to steal everything Wait, that makes it no, your favorite place. No. That makes me feel bad. All right, all right. So what's the job again? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I guess we approach Cheeto. Oh, hello, boys. How you doing? Your friend here, he has a job for you. He tell you, yeah? He he did. He mentioned we were he, getting paid in timepieces. Uh, yeah, he, he hinted at it. He, uh, well, what, uh, he didn't uh, specify the pay. Though. Yeah. Oh, he make a deal. He make good deal. He get himself very expensive clock. You boys be getting some sort of credit. Whatever my my boy, my son can, ma- can, uh, can manage giving you, I will match. How how rich is your son, Matt? Well, he runs the mines down on Ajax Prime. You're going to have to talk to him. It depends on uh, a lot of things, I'm sure. What uh, what kind of mines does he run? I believe it's a beryllium mine. You're going to have to check. Oh, that's not bad. We could probably just he makes a good money. A bunch of his, his wife is very fat. 
We could I don't steal believe that is a nice thing to say about No, 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 you don't understand. If you have money to be fat, then you're doing good. He's right, you know. Yeah, Henty, you're being inconsiderate. I'm yes, sorry. I wish I, my wife was that fat. I am shamed. It's okay. Hey, hey, hey. It's, be it's okay. Have an old watch. And he kind of throws you like an old kind of brokenish watch. Thank you. No problem. I was going to throw it away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean over to, I guess I'm going to tug on Ractor's leg so he leans down to me and I'm going to be like, you know, I feel kind of bad about robbing this guy. He seems really sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd have to find a buyer for all these clocks and I think Hento <laughs> would probably just eat them. If we, if we find a buyer, I'm down to come. If we find the buyer, we find but let's the buyer. let's let's follow up on this. His son's a beryllium miner. I mean, there's good that's, money in that. That's got some good money. So what exactly Hint is the big mouth tr- uh, <laughs> <laughs> kicks in and he goes, "I don't think that you'll be able to steal all of these clocks from this man, and also I don't think you'll find a buyer as Guido is the biggest buyer of clocks." Hey, the boy's right. Jiro buys all the clocks. You don't worry about nothing. Hey, if you want to rob somebody, you rob my rival over on Ajax Prime. That guy's a bastard. Okay, uh, what's his name? Oh, his name's Doma. Doma, okay. Just inputting this into the uh, little tablet. Doma's a real piece of shit. And he just gets like visibly upset. He's like, that's Cheeto, right. Cheeto. He's always taking my business. Hey. He always plastered hey, over Cheeto, my posters. Hey, it's okay. It's he always okay. takes my ads down and puts them in the trash can. We're going to punish the mean man. Is Doma right. the one that you are, your son is having the issues with? No, no, no. Doma's businessman. He's another antique dealer like me. My son is having problems with the Warwick clan. They are a bunch of big old beast boys that kind of... Uh, a territorial, you see. So, this uh, this mine that my son runs is on the edge of the Warwick Empire. So, I think they are getting a little up in arms about them taking the beryllium from a source that they would have probably taken themselves over time. Okay, let's go. Let's I, go talk to him. I would like to renegotiate our deal. Oh, one clock is not worth taking on an empire. Well, you don't have to take on the Empire. You just have to take on the like little group that's there. Just the guys that are like, hey, stop it. You just have to say, hey, it's cool. We be cool. Hanta, Hanta. Beryllium can S- equal money, which no. equals clocks. Six clocks. Wow. Mm. You drive a hard bargain, Hanta. Can I, can I use persuasion on top of that to help him coax you into yes. selling more clocks? Yeah, you may. Make a, make a persuasion roll. Make it plus two. For his for his assistance as a super cute is there cat a is just oh, yeah yes. okay. it's under yeah the super cute cat is just making cute ass cat eyes at this boolean man trying to trying to charm his butt four, four. plus two is six uh that the plus two negates my negative two mm. so four so four. nice success okay. this guy kind of yeah. like he kind of like squints his eyes and he like uh, offers you a gloved hand and he goes okay six clocks my boy thank you you have a deal. Okay. Hinta's uh, hand tentacle uh, unfolds. Yeah, and, and he, he like it, envelops and, his hand. Yeah, it wraps around <laughs> the guy's hand. Okay. And it just like goes in little twisty patterns. Yeah, and he tries to like match you and tries to like make it work, but he kind of like furrows his brow at it. Like, okay, this is not usual. Okay. This is a weird way to do this. Okay. Well, thank you, boys. I will see you as soon as possible. 
uh, if you need help, you just uh, give me a call and uh, try not to need help. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Good job finding a job. It is what I do. Yeah, you guys walk out the door. Really wish you could have negotiated something bell. better than six clocks. For yeah, the you know what? Hold on a minute. That <laughs> but, that's uh, bullshit. We'll yeah. see. We'll see if we can squeeze something out of the sun. I'm sure we could. A brilliant miner, you know. Yeah. I feel like and you guys months. know that if you get him to give you any kind of amount, that the dad will match it. So okay, okay. Plus yeah. six cool. clocks. Plus six clocks. <laughs> Plus six clocks. I feel like that is a steal. <laughs> you would. No, a steal would be if we stole all the clocks <laughs> and sold oh, them on the yeah. clock market. I understand. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt. I know you're having so much fun. But I have to tell you that today's episode is sponsored by Amazon Prime. If you click the link in our description, you will get 30 days of Amazon Prime for free. I know that maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, Tari, what do I get if I do this free trial? Like, what's in it for me, the consumer? Well, everything's in it for you. I mean, you get access to all of the Amazon Prime streaming content. You can also go on and start, I don't know, early birthday or Christmas shopping. Um, also, if you're really interested in Savage Worlds, which is the system that we are playing in this episode, uh, then you can go on and get the rule book here on Amazon Prime and you get two day free shipping on anything that you buy. So, dude, that's what's in it for you. I mean, if that's not enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's obligation free. All you got to do is just sign up for the trial. See how it fits you. If it don't, don't. If it do, then do. Uh, once again, just click the link below and it will be right there waiting for you. All right. Enjoy the rest of the show. So anyway, we go to the ship. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not standing around here making bad puns. So you guys do go to the ship. Uh, you guys get all loaded up and kind of visit with, uh, like Devin for a moment. Who's like, Oh, are we going to go now? And you guys are like, "Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to go to the thing. I have another job. Uh, so you guys, uh, uh, you take off without a hitch. Uh, Ajax Prime is very close by, as he mentioned. So you guys are kind of able to make it there in the same afternoon. Uh, you guys jump to sub Ether Drive or Ether Drive? Did we decide what we're calling it? Ether, I think Ether, Ether Drive. Drive is Ether cool. Drive is cool. Yeah, you, yeah. You jump to Ether Drive and uh, you're able to make it there in kind of a hot second. So once you get to uh, Ajax Prime, this is a planet with um, with normal gravity, but with a hazardous atmosphere. So you guys are going to have to be fully suited. While you're on this planet, cool. Um, this is a, a majorly uh, like uh, tundrous planet. We'll call it. It's very icy, um, and temperatures are kind of low. Your suit will kind of manage that for you. Um, so while we're all in suits, we have to talk like this. Exactly. Consistency <laughs> is key. Um, there's a spar- It's a super sparse population. This is all what you guys know. The, the ship's computer has as far as like a an entry on this planet, Ajax Prime. Um, the law is very lenient here because it's kind of, it's at this, it's at this spot in the galaxy that is both part of the Warwick Empire, who are these kind of beast men sort of guys, and it is kind of on the edge of the Zenova Corp territories as well. So it's kind of a contested area, but because the uh, Zenova tries not to go to war directly with anyone, they and the Warwicks have never like fully kind of, uh, decided on the board, on the borders and boundaries out there. So... This planet is one of those that could kind of go either way. And that a lot of people believe on the planet themselves, it does go either way. Um, there is, uh, there's not a lot of technology on this planet. This planet is, 
is backwater in a lot of ways. In fact, if you were classifying the technology available on this planet, you'd probably say it was like severely limited. In fact, they have like almost the equivalent of medieval tools on this planet because they are just dirt ass poor. It will be easy to shoot then. Yeah, which is why someone probably like the son of Jito can uh, can set up a mine cheaply here and is able to like make good money off of it. Um, so as you guys set down into the spaceport, which is very small, probably enough for about 10 ships, uh, you only see like one or two other ships here. Um, you notice that they're pretty... You know what? Make a notice roll to see what you notice about the ships. Seven. All right. Three. Ten. Ten. Oh, come on. All right. Scritch, uh, it's it's so windy and cold that all you can see out the the kind of portholes of the ship are uh, like a fair bit of, of whipping winds and snow and just like little bits of ice kind of in the air as it kind of uh, flies around this planet. Um, Raptor, you're able to see a couple of the ships. There's this one particularly like beautiful ship that you notice. It's like an obsidian sort of ebony color. It's like all black but shiny. And uh, like really well, uh, really well put together. It's kind of a long, uh, a very long ship. It looks like it's like maybe some sort of like voyaging ship. It's kind of hard to tell, but it does have like more firepower. It looks like than your average kind of voyager. You're not really sure what the deal is with this thing, but it looks like very fancy. You see a name on it as well. It says something fish. You can read the word fish, but it kind of like uh, it kind of turns uh, the hull kind of turns away from you and the angle you're at. So you see, it's the something fish. Um, you also see another ship. It's kind of, uh, to contrast this, like, super black ship, it's like a super white ship. Um, and you see it kind of, uh, is a more traditional, like, uh, like, airplane design. It's got kind of long wings, um, that are almost a little stylized. It's very sleek looking and clean. Um, and it's kind of got, like, these really, really light blue accents on it. Just kind of a really white and blue little ship. Um, and you see the name on that is the Lunar Moth. Um... So you see these two ships sitting out there. Hence, not only do you notice this, but you see the full name with your weird vision. Uh, you're able to see that is the Voidfish, um, which is maybe a, a ship that you guys have heard of. It's this ship that um, it, it's it's kind of famous for being a, uh, a philosopher's ship. Um, one of the ships that uh, that houses the famous race of uh, potentially immortal uh, aliens, the philosophers. Uh, a, a peoples that brought us the uh, the magic of ether drive and the ability to jump to faster than light travel. Um, so you do. So you notice. Yeah, you notice that this is like a ship of like the high council. This is like an important ship. We should avoid that ship. This place sucks. Yes. <laughs> Real shithole. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna land like right next to them. Make me a piloting roll. Yeah. I mean, yes, sir. A eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You whip like you whip the ship into place in a way that's so quick and so uh, care like so precise that you don't think that they had a time to like really like look at you guys at all. They're just like, oh, there's a ship there. Um, so you think that they're really gonna have to like take time to look at you guys if they really want to notice you. Uh, you've done a great job hiding yourself so far. Uh, once you get planet side and get your uh, your crew or your gear on, um, the town is kind of uh, a, is like right next to the spaceport. Um, there's a small domed uh, main area where they do have kind of like terraforming, and there's like uh, 
it seems like the people are able to just live without suits in this certain area, though uh, the mines are not within that area, so you guys are going to have to kind of put them back on once you go back out into the mining uh, mining pit, they call it. You could also just go straight there and just walk around the dome and be like, man, I don't need I mean, to go inside. We should, we should talk to the people, see how things are, right? Does that seem like a... It makes sense, or should we just go straight to the mine? Uh, I mean... To the mine it is. <laughs> um, w- wait, what's happening in this dome? It's just like a dome that it's we... It's like where the people live. Yeah, it's a dome where people live. It's like a kind of uh, controlled environment where people can live without suits if they if it, the dome happens to generate the environment that they're used to. Got it. Yeah, let's go to the mine. Let's go to the fucking mine. Let's just yeah. take care of business. Let's take care of business. Totally. Um, so you guys make your way over to the mines. Um, everyone make me a notice roll as you kind of roll up on this kind of intensely white blue rock face where you see kind of a big slit kind of coming up through from the bottom. I got a big old five. Three. Tari, come on, man. What the hell? Tari. Wait, wait, wait. Reroll that four, too. That four might, uh, also. <laughs> okay. So, seventeen. Jesus Christ. Okay, so he noticed everything. Okay, uh, <laughs> I know how you all die. Yeah. Um, yeah, so remind me what you got again? Three? Five. And you got three. Three. Okay. So, Rector, you notice um, that this big slit up the side of this, like, big... Um, it's basically a big, like, wall of a canyon. And it, the rock there is just this intense whitish, grayish blue. Um, you notice this intense kind of uh, bisection of it. That uh, kind of comes down into a cave. And you can see like a, uh, a set of mine carts going into the cave. Uh, Scritch, you notice this as well. Um, but you also notice that um, right next to the mine carts, uh, you see like figures. What you thought maybe were like piles of stones from a distance, but you think maybe you, you see like faces or bodies. Um, Henta, you, you, see, you, see a bunch of, you see a bunch of people. You think that they've been killed. You can see kind of like a, a weird discoloration coloring the uh, the icy uh, sort of dirt next to their bodies, and you think it might be blood from far away. Uh, you're not 100% certain, but uh, you're, you're pretty sure. And uh, as you kind of take stock of this area with your intense uh, philosopher eyes, you not only notice that this area, uh, like, it seems like someone recently came and went, but it also seems like someone might still be inside. You see um, a lot of tracks right around the uh, entrance to this cave, and uh, a, a number of the larger tracks don't have uh, returning tracks away. So you think that the larger of these tracks are probably still within the cave. And I, I determined they were bodies, right? Yes. Okay. And Henta confirmed. Hmm. It seems that all of these people were killed, and whatever killed them is still present. We should be very cautious. Probably the Warwicks. What's a Warwick? It's a big beast boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 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 that, that's me asking out of yeah. character. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Warwicks are kind of, um, they're like big sort of beast men. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a reputation for being very kind of uh, territorial and warlike in a lot of ways. They are kind of... Um, from more or less, they're like the barbarians sort of of this world. If you had to compare them to an earth beast, um, beast and, from Beauty and the Beast, I, yeah, I would say or they're beast boy from Teen Titans. I would yeah. say they're kind of like lionish in okay. their beastness. I think it's not necessarily entirely feline. I think it's somewhere between like a bear and a lion. Okay, um, a lion. 
Yeah, but I think I think beast is the best word a human can find for like to describe it. You know, sound like bugbears. They mm. do yeah, sound. Maybe like bug they're bears. a little bugberry. Yeah. Space all, yetis. If all the miners are dead, then uh, I mean our job might be kind of out the window right now. But we could sneak in and see if the sun's still in there because the sun can still pay us. I'm sure his dad will pay us for his son's body. As there well. we go. Yeah, that's true. This isn't your noodle. All right. I need those six clocks. I'm not performing funerals, though. So uh, how, how, far, how far away from the entrance are we? You guys are still, uh, still a little ways out from it. Uh, Henta was able to kind of stop you and be like, I've noticed things um, from probably, I'd say, about like 100 feet away. So okay. you guys are not in danger of like letting anyone know you're and there it, yet. Uh, with his uh, enormous notice roll, it doesn't appear that there's uh, any uh, Warwick still around? Um, it does not. He noticed uh, the tracks, though, from the larger entities, which he kind of mm-hmm. presumed to be works, uh, don't leave the cave. So his, his summation is that they are still inside. Do you want me to sneak in and then use a code word on David for if I need backup? Or should we all just walk in? I mean, if they're in there, then they're in there. And uh, we should all probably go in together. Yes, I think that we increase our chances of survival if we are together. Though I would appreciate if you guys would be in front. I am not a hostile creature. Understood. Yeah. Okay. So we'll enter formation, I'm assuming Ractor, me, and then and then Henta. Let's okay. attempt to be stealthy. Okay. okay. We we might get lucky. Everyone make me some stealth rolls. As you guys slink into this cave. Well I got ten, so oh, yeah. I'm good to go. Six. God damn it, Hanta. God, Hanta. Wrap up your many tentacles. Okay. Sorry. So here's what I, here's what I think happens. So you guys uh, slowly, cautiously start to crunch your way into the, like, through these ice crystals and kind of uh, frozen dirt in the permafrost of this, uh, of this cave entrance. And as you get probably, like, 60 feet in, you're kind of winding through what is a kind of a serpentine sort of set of caverns. Um, as you do that, I think Henta just says something. Um, what does he say? We're being stealthy. <laughs> I think we're doing quite a great job, everyone. <laughs> and as soon as he says that, it echoes off of the sides of the cave walls and just seems to, like, repeat itself 20 times. Job, everyone. Job, job, everyone. And it's through it. It's through it. like, suit speaker. Yes, so. exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So you guys probably all take a moment, too, to, like, after the sound dies, to kind of maybe turn back and look at Henta, like, God damn it. Um, Because you don't think that you're as stealthy as you could have been anymore. Um, That said, uh, what are you guys doing? Do you guys want to change the the plan now that your stealth has been ruined, or are you guys going to keep keep proceeding down this way? We need to go in there and find the sun or go home, so we might as well keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I pull out my sword. Okay, you Which, pull out your uh, sword. Yeah, it looks like a uh, it's like a katana, but it's not curved. It's like a straight blade, and oh, it's shit. like this blue kind of glass looking thing. It's a monomolecular blade, so oh. it's you know, nice. It's like yeah. a katana, but a little wider right. and straight. Right. I'm gonna it's get like my Korean blade. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna get my Colt 45 laser pistol <laughs> in case anyone forgot that was a thing. That is a thing. And uh, I got this cat I got, with a Colt 45. Hell yeah! I got seven lucky shots for seven lucky participants. Hell yeah, you do. Um, and Hinta throws its arms up and goes, I, I think you guys got this. 
I think I should go back stop to the ship. Talking. I think, stop I think, talking. Stop talking. I can't stop, stop talking. talking. I'm very nervous. Stop and I, talking. I, I talk when I'm nervous. And I can't Listen, stop. Listen, Henta, Henta, guys, Henta, Henta. If, yes, you, if you go to yes. the ship, they might pick you off on your own. Stay with us. We might need you. I'm at a conundrum because I'm scared either way. I, I don't know. Okay. You're, all, you're already I here. I will stay. But do not let me die. Please don't let me die. Does Henta have, like, weapons? Does he have a gun? Uh, Henta has a molecular knife and a bunch of grenades. Okay. <laughs> that he puts into little presents. Of course. I don't yeah. know why we trusted you with a bunch of grenades. <laughs> Everyone make me, a, make me a notice roll as you guys proceed uh, after drawing your weapons down the rest of this cave path. Eleven. Oh, shit. Three. I re-roll this one, right? Yeah. Okay, I got 14. All right. 11, 14, and 3. <laughs> um, Henta, uh, you can hear only the sounds of your worries. You're just thinking so hard about all the things that could go wrong, running through scenarios in your head, and just trying to kind of uh, maximize your ability to survive this uh, this day. Um, Rector, you, you can hear hushed like hushed like hurried whispers like someone like knows that there's someone that they are trying not to be heard by and that they're trying to talk uh under that scritch with your cat ears they kind of twitch ever so slightly in the uh in this weird little mine and you're able to uh you're able to hear not only this conversation that's happening but it seems like uh someone in charge is is kind of shouting down at someone who is uh, in a position of 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 duress you can hear someone saying something like, you shut up, or you're going to be next. Guys, this infighting. We can take advantage of this. All right. Cool. Let me do the talking. You Famous it, last words. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, you, with that, with that, well, both of you can sense that these voices are coming from not so far away. You're, you think that they're around a bend that's maybe only 20 feet, 30 feet away. Um you think that proceeding is to engage, um, if if that is your intention. Otherwise, you're going to have to sort of shout out and let them know that you're here to talk, or uh, throw a, a grenade bag at them or something. What do you What do you guys want to do? I have a I have a cunning plan. Just right. follow my lead, and I guess I have a cunning plan. Follow my lead, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just motion for you guys to follow me. I'm like really getting you to come with. It's- is he right going now. to share the plan? And is... no, just follow me. <laughs> just play along. Just play along. And just play along. I'm going to round the corner with my gun out. What do we see before I start saying anything too crazy? Well, first, so first you see, <laughs> you you round the corner and you see, um, you see this enormous, broad-shouldered, probably eight-foot-tall sort of beast man. He's got this. Uh, bare chest he doesn't seem to be wearing a suit uh you think that his physiology deals well with this environment um he has long golden kind of brownish gold hair that kind of comes down to just about his shoulders and uh, it goes all the way around his face completely frames it like a lion he's got these kind of long tusky uh uh canine teeth that protrude from the bottom of his lips um and he sees you and he goes oh my goodness Look at this little guy. His his expression immediately morphs from from worry and fear 
to uh, abject delight as he just sees a tiny cat with a gun and it goes, is that a Colt 45? <laughs> How many of these guys are there? Um, you just see that guy. He's uh, pretty much in taking up the entire of the walkway. Uh, make a notice roll. Fucking dick. I got five. Yeah, you can see you can see some people behind him, but uh, he he is so broad shouldered and big that the, and these mines weren't really built for people this large. So he is taking up the entirety of the way. You can tell that there are people behind him, but you're not able to tell number. All right, I am still going to go forward with my plan. Um, so I don't know if he tries to like pet how adorable I am, but I'm just going to raise my gun on him and mm-hmm. be like, whoa, buddy, hang on a second. I see what's going on here. All right. And I turn to Henta and Ractor. I'm like, these must be the Warwicks they were hard to get into. Listen, guys, I don't know what you think's going on here, but you guys are way out of your depth. We just picked up the rest of your squad back out around the dome, and we're just here to pick up the sun. We'll be real quick, right out of your way, and then you can just take care of whatever it is you're doing here. He kind of, like, uh, squints his eyes at you, and he says, Oh, the little thing wants to make a deal, does he? It's not a deal as much as... I'm going to probably make a persuasion roll mm-hmm. for what I'm about to say. Sure. I got nine. Okay. Um, and uh, it's not just me that makes a, me that makes ugh, wants to make a deal. It's more like me, him, them, and our thirty other friends who are waiting in our dropship outside. We're just a scouting party, buddy. And you see him start to sweat a little bit, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no need to bring anyone else into this. Oh no, things we have don't... gotten far out of hand as it is. Have they?" Have they gotten a little far out of hand? Do you think you made a little mistake here? I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a little perturbed right now because of my size. I'm insecure. Don't worry about the last part. Listen, buddy, you're going to follow exactly our instructions. No one's going to get hurt. No one else needs to die because what we got from those bodies outside, ooh, we could get you guys away for a long time. Oh, uh, no. And he kind of puts his hands up and he says, I wholeheartedly agree. No one else needs to bleed today. And he kind of uh, tries to step to the side, which is terribly difficult with him being the size that he is. And you see, um, you see like two Warwicks uh, like laying out like they've been either beaten really badly or they have been killed. And he's like, the perpetrators have been dealt with. Who are You'll be you? happy to know. Well, m- my name is Ludo. I am a Warwick, as you may have been able to tell. I was a member of this, um, I don't know how you'd call it, but this, uh, this particular crew who was sent here for a purpose, and I'm afraid things went a little unfavorably. And uh, my commander made some choices that I did not particularly agree with, and when things kind of went south, I uh, had to take matters into my own hands, now didn't I? By take matters in your own hands, do you mean kill everyone? No, sir. I had a honorable duel between Warwicks, as is our custom, and they remain defeated. Two against one, nonetheless. Where's the Boolean? Um, you can't see him right now. Uh, oh, you ask him that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. Um, that was character. <laughs> yep, sorry. Where's the Boolean? <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'll get used Where's to it. Where's the Boolean? Oh, oh, uh... We're just back here. The only survivors are uh, just beyond this uh, this corridor. Follow me. And he kind of turns and he says, please don't shoot me in the back. We won't. I won't. As I flip my sword around. Just... 
All right. Well, <laughs> the implications there are not at all terrifying. <laughs> and he keeps walking, uh, trying to laugh it off. You see, as he kind of turns and moves past, like a couple of these other um, at the other other Warwicks, that there are maybe like four other Warwicks there, and that the two on the ground, um, these uh, Warwicks are kind of carrying with them, sort of like they're, uh, you know, like they're wounded, sort of thing. Um, and they make it their way to this larger cavern where you see two Booleans tied up in the corner, um, still in their suits. Um, the the Warwick that has been talking to you, Ludo, kind of like makes a grand gesture to show you where they are, and he says, No, no, we have no desire for further bloodshed. I certainly don't, at least. So I'm sorry, I'm a little curious. Um, we In our reports, we heard that there were a good number of you, and I've noticed there's only five, including you so far, and who who is the fighting against? Where's the rest of your your team? We were sent a very small elite group, uh, this time at least. We were to negotiate. That was the, the plan, at the very least. Unfortunately, I... Garuk, my commander, felt differently about the Booleans here, and desired to End them. Remove them from his, his land. Well, perceived his land, of course. In any case, I don't desire such a thing, nor do I care very much. I have no use for beryllium. These bullions can have it all for as much as I care. So, so, okay, so I, all right, I'm a little, I still have to have my helmet on, right? Use your words. Fuck. I'm all confused. So we're so so you guys don't give a shit about any of this, and your commanding officer, who's an asshole, does and is not here. Well, he's right there, and he points to one of the kind of out of commission uh, Warwicks that the others are carrying. Oh, allow me to solve this conundrum. Can I just kill him right now, and then you can assume his position and continue not caring about the rest of these bullions? He steps in front of... Uh, he's like, steps between you and the and his, like, commanding officer, and he says, I'm afraid that is not for you to do, young cat. Uh, I must accomplish this myself. Uh, I, I initiated the mutiny, and I will answer for it. It was necessary, but if things are to be proper, he must see trial. Will there be protections for this mine? Hmm. Hmm. As long as I'm in charge of this sector, I certainly won't care much about it. And the odds of you being in charge of this sector are on like a 1 to 100 scale? Yes, it sounds like you're going to be court-martialed. Well, you'd be wrong there. Unfortunately, I'm uh, never wrong. (laughs) Oh. Well, then I should be worried, shouldn't I? <laughs> he kind of, like, laughs his big, beasty laugh. And he says, Well, the way that a Warwick society works is that you can challenge the decisions of anyone. With a duel. Okay, well, seems like a pretty open and shut case. Let's yeah, just grab dope. the sun and just, <laughs> just, just... We'll just take him and go, right? It seems, seems like this that way. Wrapped it up in a nice little package. Yes. What's the uh, well? You do story? have like thirty people outside. I would be remiss to not allow you to take your comrades. <laughs> oh no! They're... No need to fight, of course. No, they're they're waiting. He looks on the really ship. nervous too. Like as soon as you mentioned the thirty, things kind of flipped for him. So you kind of like you you notice like he's like <laughs> we don't need to pursue this at all. Of course. Oh no no why why do that? And I mean why why make any other reason for us to pursue it? Like if we're just 
I don't know, floating around and we get a notice that there's some trouble going on here? Like, why, why have that happen, you know? When did we get 30 people? They're back on the ship. All 30 of them. Hinta starts counting on, uh, on its hand. There is Devin. There is me. There is you. <laughs> the there is the expression on Ludo's. Henta, Henta. We is... don't need to count every single person in this thirty-three person team, okay? The expression on Ludo's face changes considerably as Henta starts counting and uh, notices that uh, that you're trying to shut him up, and his his t- expression turns from like ha, 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 no reason to fight, buddy, to like a real mean smirk. And he kind of, like, reveals some of his, like, he, like, flashes some incisors at you and just, just like, ah, all alone then, are we? Oh, no. We're, I, uh, we, we, could call, we could call one of them in. You want us to call more people? Oh, we'll call more people. Uh, can we, hey, We're definitely. Rector, can we send, uh, what's your butler's name again? Wilson. Wilson. Uh, can we just get Wilson out of here real quick? Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot Wilson in my count. Stop counting. You're definitely not alone. There is me. There is you. There is Raktor. There is Wilson. Wilson. Perfect. There so anyway, Devin. we're going to get another there person out here. David. You're going to be sorry because in a couple minutes you're going to be looking at a bunch of guns. Um, as you as you say that, uh, Ludo like smirks still and takes a step to step in front of the passageway out, and uh, now he is standing there with the other four Warwicks. And they're all kind of, like, looking at you with smiles. The two unconscious works are still kind of there in the corner. And the two unconscious booleans, or not unconscious, but tied-up booleans are still there in the corner as well. And uh, Ludo looks at you all and he says, mm, I don't think we're going to be telling anyone about this, are we? Well, we could do what you want to do. Or I could kill this guy. I feel like I will be telling people about this. What's his name? Gorik? Gorik? Garrick? Garrick, yeah. Garrick? Garrick, yeah. You, you, you wouldn't want us to kill this guy, would you? And he kind of, like, smiles at you, and he reveals his full flash of just sharp, uh, just full mouth of teeth that is probably, like, as big as your full body. And he kind of, like, brings his face in as close to you as he can, and he goes, I'd like to see you try. I stab him in the neck. Hell yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, make an attack roll. Uh... The bonus for being so uh, shockingly so so forward. Or you know, I think you guys could just get a a round, or you get a round of like a surprise attack. Okay. Uh, That's a five. All right, that'll hit. So uh, yeah, what are you doing? How you how you hurting this guy? You're gonna stab him right in the neck? Yeah, I think I've got my uh, blade in like a reverse kind of uh, grip, and then I just. Yeah, buddy. Okay, so that's, that's max a, damage. That's max damage. That's 18 points of damage. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, and it's AP4, so it ignores four points of his armor, if he has armor. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this nasty, big, broad-shouldered dude leans in to get real close to Scritch and say something shitty. And as he does that, you just lean forward and you stab him right in the neck. And there's a moment where you pull it out and his eyes go from shitty and, and smug to wide and fearful, and he clasps a hand on the wound, and he like you can watch him like very feebly like touching touching the wound in a way where he's like trying to close it or trying to stop the bleeding, but it's all in vain. 
There's nothing you can do. Ooh. And you watch as this eight-foot-tall, gigantic, broad-shouldered beast like stumbles up against the back wall of this cavern and just starts to bleed uh, helplessly. And he looks at you with just kind of shock and awe. And he's starting to gr- gasp now. He can't breathe anymore. And he just kind of like That's beautiful. makes these horrible sucking noises as he kind of like... Wait before he dies. If he's on his way out. He's almost dead. So his buddy that he was in a duel with who's like prone right now. Uh-huh. I'm just going to look this dude in the eyes, and I'm just going to plug a few rounds into his fucking friend. All right. Um, uh, in in Savage Worlds, there's a thing called a finishing move. So a helpless foe and a lethal weapon means you're going to instantly kill him. So uh, describe it. Perfect. So I just walk over while he's gasping against the wall. Yeah. And I'm going to take he makes my eye contact with you. And I'm going to put it up to his, his commanding officer. I'm going to be like, he said he wanted to watch me try and kill him, right? And I'm just going to plug like three bullets into his head yeah you do yeah you just watch as as this guy kind of helplessly like clamors against the wall um like kicking uh sadly and you watch as the uh the one of the two down uh just dies very very uh uneventfully just bullets go through his head and he's gone um and you just see like a little pool of blood start to well and and uh, that's going to be combat. We're all going to roll because there are still four of those guys left. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Kill them later. Yep. All right. So, um, you guys have rolled initiative, essentially. Um, you just watched Raptor just stab this guy right in the neck, and he just bled out unceremoniously. As Scritch uh, looked him in the eye and shot his uh, commanding officer that he had requested so politely for him not to kill. Uh, battle broke out after that. Uh, so the way that battle works is I'm going to run through the deck of cards backwards from Ace and uh, we'll just kind of go through it. So one of these guys takes a step forward. I'll say the one that's closest to you, uh, Ractor, since you just kind of stabbed his friend in the neck. And he kind of... I think he's going to try to take a, uh, just kind of take a swipe at you and just try to grab you. You make an opposed strength or agility roll to break oh, free. Uh, that's a four. Okay. So this guy kind of grabs you right around your <clears throat> middle, uh, and you're able to kind of like... Uh, Not my middle. Yeah, you're able to kind of like move out of his hands, though, and kind of use his like fingers to like kind of jump off of, uh, of, of his grip, essentially. So he, you jump out of it. Another guy's gonna step forward and try to uh, try to grab you, Scritch, because you're just uh, he can fucking try you're a little you're a little bitchy guy. Give you this little boy. You are, yeah. That guy's gonna step forward and try to grab you right around your neck. All right, so this big beast guy kind of steps forward, Scritch, and he tries to grab you. Go ahead and make your uh, athletics or sorry, your strength or agility roll to Give break me free. Agility, sure. He can try because I got nine. All right, yeah. He tries to grab you, and he's just having a terrible time, like actually getting a grip on you. You just like jump out of this uh, gripping area and onto the other hand, and then he, you have the kind of classic Tom and Jerry move where he's grabbing his hands and you're just moving out of them uh, in too quick a motion for anyone to make any sense of anything. Um, nine and Joker nine and of oh, clubs. Damn it! Oh, wait, you can Joker. Okay, he's I'm gonna, gonna Joker, Joker, and I'm gonna shoot this dude. Well, I'm right. You know, I'm going to call the, the shot and shoot him in the head. Okay. The guy who was just trying to grab you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're bouncing around on his fingers, and you're going to make a called shot for the brain. Yeah, make it at negative four. I got five. So does your gun shoot lasers, or is it a... Yeah. Okay. 
So, <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. What a silly question, well, Lewis. Made My out Colt of laser. 45 No, 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 because it, it shoots lasers. How does that work? Does each... Does it have bullets? Does it have a They're like energy. Tumor? They're like energy charges. Like, energy. like so there's batteries. A, there's a cartridge just... that you stick in the top, like, like Super that. Nintendo style. Yeah. And then you shoot it, and the cartridges shoot little lasers out, and then, like, fire out the side. Five. Oh, to man. the head. So you go to shoot this guy, and uh, he, he kind of, like, grabs your little tiny cat arm, and he, like, is fighting with you and struggling with you, and you get it right next to it, and bang, shoot right next to his head you can see kind of like the wound on the side of his head and he and you can tell his ears are ringing as he kind of grits his teeth in your face um but you didn't quite get him piece of shit i know uh nine nine of clubs does that do anything uh the clubs the clubs but the spades clubs. yes oh that's spades, spades. yeah no no, spades. no 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 i'm spades oh, okay clubs. got it great in okay. that case do stuff uh so this guy is attacking me with what again uh, this guy's attacking you with his bare clawed hands. Okay, uh, yeah, I just draw the blade out of his boss's neck and just slice him across the chest. Hell yeah, make a roll. So that's a 10? That's, that's a good lad. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, roll damage. Does it hit with a raise? Because if it's it hits raise, with a raise, yes. So I get an extra d6 damage. Absolutely. So that's that definitely a raise. 2d8. Gotta, gotta work in the raises, you guys. Help me get better about this raise system. So that is 15, 17 points of damage. Shit. Okay. Um, so you slice up through his neck? Through, like, chest up into the neck, I think. Okay, so you, you kind of, like, pierce Future this guy in the chest style. and kind of rip upward from there, and you kind of sever, like, all of the, the muscles in, in not only his, like, pectorals, um, but you sever, like, the, the clavicle bone, and you come up through the neck and just kind of see blood spray against the side of the cavern wall, and... Uh, he kind of falls, and uh, he's definitely dead as he slumps there into the icy sand. Three. That's me! Awesome. Yeah. All right. Hit it. So, Henta retreats into its coat, um, and then from the ground raises a large humanoid bodyguard. Um, and that is, that is the move. So the bodyguard... Yes, so, so, so are you just summoning something out of nowhere, <laughs> out of the dirt, sort of? Or are you, like, reanimating one of these guys? Or what are you doing? No, it's, um, so it's summon ally, and I create, a, like, basically a bodyguard from material around. So, like, as Hint is, like, going into the coat, um, the ground is, like, forming into this creature. So you can imagine it that, like, it starts with a hand that kind of comes up from the ground. Mm-hmm. And then as it's coming up, the dirt is gathering around it, forming the rest of its body as it's pulling itself up from the dirt. And then so like a leg comes out, and then another leg comes out and just stands there right in front of Pinto. Yeah. Oh, okay, then, so what does your guy do? Um, it immediately runs over to the, the fighter attacking Scritch and yeah. goes to punch right in the face. Right in the face. Alright. Goes for a face punch. Face punch. That's a five. That's a five, boy. Okay. So he goes to punch this guy, and this guy kind of, like, turns his back into it. So he gets a, he gets a hit on him, but it's gonna do half. Half? Alright. Yeah. I don't know how punch damage works. Okay, no worries. You're gonna roll your, uh, whatever your So, does your summit alley have Stats? Stats, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, so decent I think, fighting. I think a punch is 1d4, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it's the lowest possible. Yeah, 1d4. Okay. Plus, it's strong. He's a strong boy, right? Strong boy. He's yeah. a strong boy? He's a strong boy? Strong, very strong bully. Okay. Plus strength is his strength die. Plus strength is his strength die. Four and a three. Seven. No, perfect. So, uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, this guy is like trying, is like his ears are still ringing from the gunshot, right? Or the uh, laser shot right next to his head. And uh, he turns to, like, have his chin meet the fist of this kind of weird uh, uh, ether creature. Uh, Yeah. And uh, I think you roll damage, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, roll the damage. Yeah. I rolled seven. So you said it's half. So then. Oh, I thought the seven was the new hit because you were rolling something differently. No. Okay. I'm crazy. Great. Cool, cool, cool. But that was perfect uh, so for then... editing. <laughs> um, so, great. You'll do half of seven. So, okay, yeah, you watch as this guy reels back, uh, the, the chin having connected with the fist of your guy, and uh, you can see he, like, oh, I bit my lip, and he's just kind of, like, standing there, like, oh, and, like, touching his face now, as he just kind of deals with the two of you. Yeah, we took the... A guy died, right? A man died. A man died here today. Yes. Because of your bullshit. Yeah. My bullshit. <laughs> no, wait. Your bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Moving into round two. Um, let's see. Everyone turn over their cards. Everyone know what they got. Awesome. Uh, so we're going to go down from top. Aces. Henta's time. Henta time. So, uh, Henta continues to cower inside of its coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bodyguard forms a, a long sword from its stony, stony body. What sure. a badass. Right? Ugh. And slashes at this this little boy. This Slashes at this little boy. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Slashes at this little Warwick boy. This little, little Warwick boy. Yeah, for all you know, these are Warwick children. Yep. Uh, five. Been a lot of child talk today. A lot of child talk. Getting kids drunk. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so he swings his uh, his like stone sword body into into this guy's forearms as he kind of tries to bring up his forearms to block it, and uh, you cut into him, but it does like half damage as he kind of like uses the most rigid part he possibly could. So, roll that damage for me, baby. Why? <laughs> um, yeah. So you watch as this guy, uh, like you see, he's like bleeding very badly. It looks like he's pretty wounded from from the the hit that you just did. Uh, his forearms kind of bleed. It looks like he doesn't even want to use his hands anymore. He, he kind of pulls away and out of the, the blade of the, the stone man. Sixes. All right, Lewis. Hit it. Okay. Ractor time. Um, yeah, Ractor dashes towards the center of the room, towards one of those guys in the back, and just uh, kind of leaps up and tries to just do a leaping sword thrust into his heart. Okay, awesome. That's an agility roll, uh, so yeah. that would be eight. Awesome. Um, so you swing over him, and he tries to, like, you see him try to bring up uh, any defense that he can, but he's too slow. Roll that damage. 
Okay. Is this also a raise, or is it just a... Uh, you got a eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, then it's a raise this time. Okay. So you watch as he just kind of, like, uh, trembles in fear as well, knowing that he's, he can't move quickly enough to get get this attack as well. <clears throat> that's uh, 15 plus 2. That's 17 AP4. Ignores oh. four points of armor. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> Seriously. All right, so yeah, Lewis... I do one thing well in this like game. You're like this John Wick of space. <laughs> yeah, you guys watch as Lewis just kind of, like... Or, Lewis... You guys watch as Rector, uh, like, flies forward and does kind of a crazy aerial lunge at this big beast man. And as he kind of, like, he, like, moves straight through him, almost as if he didn't move at all. And you just see as he, like, holsters his sword for, like, a second, or maybe even just, like, flourishes it so the blood flicks off, you see just this uh, giant beast man, like, cease growling, fall to his knees, and then fall forward onto his face, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, six is that actually was going to be his turn. He was also a six, so he is he is not here anymore. Uh, take him off the board if you haven't already. He's gone. Oh, yeah. awesome. He's so gone. Awesome. So uh, fives. One of them has a five. So one of them reaches forward, seeing you uh, uh, just take down his ally and tries to uh, make a swipe on you there, Rector. My parry is seven. How many chakra gates have you unleashed today? 23. Good man. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so take uh, take two wounds as he, like, turns around. How much did he do? My he toughness did. is 12. Yeah. Oh, okay, so then it's... So it's... He has to... I think... Does he have to exceed it, or does he have to meet it to do it? He got a 16, so I thought it was going to be, like... Oh, oh like that's two, two wounds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, well, okay, so does he have to meet it, or does he have to exceed it to damage me? I think he has to exceed it, so maybe so it's only wait, one wound. I think it's shaken plus one. Okay, I shaken. think you're right. I so, think you're right. Okay, so shaken wait, plus wait, wait, one wait. wound. Let me look it up and make sure. Yeah. Does he have to meet it, or does he have to exceed it? Because it's either shaken and one wound, or it's just shaken. I'm pretty sure he has to exceed it. It's definitely not stirred. Um, it's one each each plus four. So zero to three is shaken. Four to seven is one wound and shaken. So toughness is your hero's damage threshold. Anything over causes him to be rattled. Okay, over. so you're twelve, right? Yeah. So, so sixteen would be four over, which is one wound and shaken. Right. So wait, yeah. So he got sixteen. So that's anything over. So that means he has to get a thirteen to wound me. Plus four would be seventeen. So that means I'm just so, shaken. So yeah, okay. He only got shaken. Then. Sorry. Perfect. I think. Let me. Okay. Okay. So he turns around and he smacks you, and it like it doesn't even it doesn't even hurt you. It like momentarily stuns you, um, and you feel like oh shit, I just got slapped. How indignant! I think. Ow. <laughs> that bitch. Uh, you kind of say to yourself, that, that hairy bitch. Um. All right. Uh, fours. Threes. Twos? Your boy okay. has clubs. So. Oh, snap. What do we. Do I do my action and you let me know how horrible that goes? Go ahead and do your action and I'm going to tell you a thing that happens. Okay. I'm. Is there attacks of opportunity in this universe? Mm, I don't think so. But I'm I could going be wrong. to. I'm going to. You move. just give him like plus two, probably. Yeah, I would just give you an addition and make it easier for you. I'm going to just move. Oh, away. you mean that? Yeah, that's what wait, I meant. Wait, like, wait, I want to, I want to, I want to leave his presence because. Think, yeah, I think you can just do it. I'm a little fire boy, and he keeps trying to punch me in the face. All adjacent non-shaken opponent opponents get a free at, get a free attack. 
Oh, because that's from withdrawing. Yeah. I'm just going to shoot him up close. That's okay. Shoot him up Shoot him close. in the kneecaps. Four. Okay. Uh, roll a d20. Twenty. Okay. Um, so, Scritch, um, you shoot at this guy, and he dodges it in a way that you've never seen someone move that quickly. This guy's like his like his, Neo. His senses are so honed that you 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 get t- terrified, so terrified, in fact, that uh, a white streak forms in your hair. Uh, your eyes begin to twitch for a moment, and uh, you are shaken. Do I have a white streak in my hair now? You do. Oh! As you uh, as you receive a mark of fear from this terrifying moment. And then when I'm shaken, it's just minus two to my things, right? Um, or is there is there more to that? I can't remember. This is better than losing an eye or an arm. So, so far, this character is an advantage over everyone else I've played as ever. So, I think you do just have to meet the toughness to to shake them. So, I think I did take that wound. Okay. At least, uh, yeah, based on what I'm reading here. You're rattled. So, if you're shaking, you are... If you're shaken, you are rattled, distracted, or momentarily shocked. You're not stunned... But you're temporarily suppressed enough that you have to make a spirit roll to be effective. On your action, a shaken character has to attempt to recover from being shaken by making that spirit roll. If failure, you remain shaken. You can only perform free actions. Success means you're no longer shaken. You can perform. Uh, you can still only perform free actions. If you raise, you're you're able to uh, perform act and act normally. Um, and uh, you can spend a Benny at any time to remove your shaken status. If uh, it's currently your action. Cool. Okay. And using the Benny, I'm assuming, counts as a success. So I can act after that. Yes. Cool. Yeah, you just remove it. So. Dope. Kings. Hello. All right, Henta. You jump into action. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, bodyguard uh, uses that sweet, sweet longsword. That is a sweet longsword. Ten. Okay, um, so I think that uh, it's one wound for this guy. So you uh, roll 2d6 for me. Three. Okay. Um, Is that in addition to the sword's damage, or? Uh, yes, roll that sword's damage, too. Twelve. Yeah. Re-roll nice. that eight. Yeah, re-roll that eight. All right, yeah. Aced it. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. Okay. Um so you uh you watch as your, your buddy like runs up and uh left or right side. Just pick one. Um left. Uh as he just lops off his left arm at the shoulder and just and this big guy is now just clutching at the stump of where his arm was and just uh completely uh covered in blood now. Uh, also starting to feel horrified, kind of scrambling up against the wall, realizing that it's just him and one other uh, surviving as these th- as these three kind of make short work of you. Or now four, I suppose, making short work of them. Um, all right. Uh, that was a jack, right? 
Uh, that was a king. That was a king, sorry. Queen. Uh, the one without an arm uh, steps forward in uh, like abject horror um, and kind of tries to uh, like take your, your little summoned fella out by uh, like kicking him down. Just tries to like give him a drop kick. Okay. And he like uh, he like uh, overestimates the the distance and jumps right over this guy and just like uh, is is having a hard time and he kind of stumbles and falls into the wall his back up against it still clutching at this kind of stump of an arm uh, at the shoulder where he's just uh, still bleeding very badly trying to kind of keep going on adrenaline uh, nines eights eight eight of over here eight of heart okay I think uh, spades goes first. If we're doing poker rules. Then yes. Alright, so um yeah, I draw the blade out of this guy, flip it around, and just stab it into the chest of this other guy who like, Oh wait, no, wait, I'm wounded and shaken, so I have to uh Oh, by the way, roll. Uh, roll me two D six really quick for your injury on your wound. Oh. Uh five. Okay. Um roll another D six. Uh three. Okay. Um, so and you everything. got a, you got hit in the guts. Uh, you're battered. Your vigor re- is reduced by a die type. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to make a spirit roll to recover from shaken. Nice. So that's a nine. So I believe that's success I with a raise. So a I raise. shake it off and, and I'm feeling, able to act. Yeah. Uh, do wounds give you a, a subtraction to rolls as well? Only when they specifically do, like okay, that vigor so what, one I just what mentioned. What does battered do? Uh, a vigor roll is reduced to die. Oh, vigor roll. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I pull the blade out of this other dead guy, and I just flip it around in the hand and just stab this guy. In the Are chest. you stabbing the guy who has two arms or one arm? The, the guy who just attacked me. Okay, great. So two, yeah, arms. two arms. So I'm gonna finish off. Two one arm board. Johnson. Uh, that's a three. Okay, you swing in into him, and he just kind of is able to kind of uh jump back using his like butt so he's able to kind of like uh, uh dodge the blade entirely um okay that was okay so now you screech all right i'm a little mad at this guy right now so i'm going to use a benny to unshake myself okay you got unshook and now i'm going to what shoot is, him. what does it look like do you just like pot like you just light up a catnip blunt and you're like all right i'm feeling good now you assholes i mean i know we have our helmets on. Oh yeah. Okay. But Do you I'm have like a to, hot box button or something? I that feel like maybe have like a little. It just like sprays some. <laughs> it's like a vape pen that you have it's built like, into yeah, the helmet. Yeah, a little vape pen built into it, so it's like, <laughs> and it just gets like nice and smoky <laughs> in there and vents out the back, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm gonna shoot him because that's what one does. Hell yeah! So you get all toked out. Yeah, okay, Scritch's eyes go from the normal yellow to like a reddish yellow. As he just gets, you nice know what? I'm fucking. I'm using nice another Benny to redo my roll because oh, sure. I'm tired of all these fucking Burn it. fours. Hell yeah! Thank you. Hold on. I got <laughs> 17. Fuck this guy. All right, <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> yeah, um, where are you? Where are you gonna shoot him? Oh, you give him two wounds. So go ahead and roll. Uh, roll two d six twice. So where are you gonna shoot him? We roll uh, the six first. Okay, wait. Oh, this one is not... This one, uh, no aces. Oh, okay. okay. Just for the wounds? This is just for an injury. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So I got eight on the first one, seven on the second. All right. Um, both of those roll another single d6 for each of them. I got three and then two, so I guess that's okay. well, 11 and then 10. 
No, you're, you're perfect. Okay. Well, all of those individually were what I was asking for. Okay, so you're good. cool. You're good. Um, so you shoot him in the guts twice, um, and you in his. <laughs> uh, you can't tell exactly how, but it looks like uh, a couple of his like he's not going to be able to move very quickly. Like you shoot him right in the like in the guts, and it passes through his guts and passes down his leg. Like he looks like he's like not doing well. And the other one uh, goes right through his chest, and you just think that that was like maybe a vital spot. Like, you got pretty good. And this guy is, like, on all fours now, just, like, bleeding out, like, crawling, uh, crawling maybe away. You can't even tell. He just seems to be crawling. He's, like, very pathetically moving. Um, so it is now, um, it is now his turn. Oh, real quick. Yes. So reloading, is that a free action I can do before I start shooting again? I think so. Okay, cool. I thought Re- so. Reloading is an action. Oh, it is. So it's you, a full action. you can do it in the same round that you shoot, but when you take multiple actions, you take a minus two for each action. So... You would reload, and then you can shoot at minus two. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's by the rules. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, you're totally right. Let's see. So this guy, you guys see, is uh, is wounded, has been just shot in the guts a couple times by uh, by Scritch, and he starts to just try to crawl away. Uh, you see his like blood uh, in a path in the sand that he's kind of like on his arms and knees just crawling away. Um think you guys are kind of out of combat you have two two super wounded guys left and both of them don't seem to really want to fight anymore i'm reloading my gun and killing the one with one arm okay yeah i'm just gonna walk up to the other one who's super wounded yeah both of them yeah both of them i think are could be considered uh uh uh, uh, helpless, moves. helpless, okay. helpless. So you, if you use your lethal weapons, you can use your finish and move. Cool. You just cut it, cut their little heads off or whatever. Just to clarify, mm-hmm. the the boolean is in this room, right? They're over there. Okay, There's cool. two of them actually, Great. and both of them could also not be the sun. We did not clarify that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, we've, we've done our work today. <laughs> uh, so once you guys kill those guys, uh, Hinta goes, ooh. Organic matter. Eat them. Yes, I shall. <laughs> and right. unbuttons the coat completely, and you just see uh, this large, grotesque mouth open up very wide, and all the extra tentacles that were wrapped around its waist to make it seem human-like start spreading out and g- gathering oh. all of these different are creatures. the are the booleans like just watching and they certainly in are in fear and 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 Rachter and I are just like this is just something we've seen before. This is normal. This yeah. happens. This right. is an everyday thing. Hmm. Well, let's see how they react. In I'm just gonna keep clicking my vape button. Uh, one of the booleans looks terrified as he just kind of like wriggles there and like uh, seems like what he's seeing is absolute horror, and the other one is just watching like. Oh my gosh, he's eating the bad guys. How delightful. Like, it just seems to be just, like, enwrapped. Like, he's almost bouncing there. He's so excited. I'm going to approach our little friends. Unless anyone wants to do anything else ceremonial with these bodies. Nah, I'm good. Cool. Bodies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, by this time, there's, like, half of one guy left. I was, like, poking out of one side of Henta's mouth. We're a really good cleanup crew. There's a bunch of miners outside. Don't forget that. Um, I'm going to walk up to the to the booleans, and I'm just going to take the longest drag of my vape helmet, and then wait a second, it just ejects it right into their face. And I'm like, who are you guys? 
Or either you do we have a name for the person we're trying to save? I mean, I'll say that you would have gotten a name before you left, certainly. Gito-san. Would we? Yeah. Gito? Are either you two Gito's son? Gito's son. Gito's son. Gito. I need two Gito Jr. Because I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> By this point, the uh, hint is buttoning up its jacket it's coat up yeah. to the up to the top of the mouth and one of them kind of is like yes i'm i'm lamari i'm 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 his son okay i'm gonna and, unbound and that's, the, them. that's the one who seems terrified by the way cool who's this other clown well this is my friend uh, zena uh, he's a miner here we mine we are miners we were who? told Oh, go By ahead. whom? Who's, who sent you? Oh, your dad. Your dad asked us to come get you and, and take care of the work thing, which I feel like we did really well oh, on that. Thank God you came. You came in the nick of time. Yeah, so here's the deal. Our friend here, uh, your your father said that he would get six clocks as part of our arrangement, so yes. you don't need to worry about <laughs> payment for him. Is that so? Yes. Yeah. Oh, how charming. Um. However, me and my other friend here uh, were promised payment from you. Yes, just from you. Just from you. Just from you. And oh, I see. I, well, I I can six clocks certainly... equivalent of no, no. Their... Let me negotiate. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Six clocks at six... five hundred credits each. Yes, that's the running price. That's for a the clock, running price. I heard. Yes. Yeah. That I is correct. Don't imagine that's true. Clocks well, are probably like a couple credits. Oh, is it from my dad's shop? It's from your dad's Six shop. Six antique clocks. Your antique clocks, yes. then. Yes. So I think 3,000 for each of us should be enough. <laughs> oh, goodness. For a uh, beryllium baron, as such as yourself. Uh, yeah. Baron, I don't know about that, he says, kind of like uh, like laughing a little bit. And he's like, I-, I could give you guys 1,000 each, and that's that's as much as I can do. Deal. Yeah, okay. Fuck it. Why not? Understood. And he kind of like, oh, thank goodness, uh, and thank you guys for coming. I appreciate you being here. I, I wouldn't be here without it. Sorry we couldn't save the rest of your crew. So am I. And he kind of like gets a little sad, but he says, well, but thank goodness for you. Me and me and Zena here, we're going to try to rebuild. And Zena's like, <laughs> no, I quit, boss. This is crazy. Well, looks like this party's getting a little done, so we're yeah. going to leave you guys to rebuild just, your entire uh, mind. Yeah, let us know if you need to hire us again. Do you desire to go back to your father's place? Oh no, I got plenty of work to do here. Here, let me uh, let me wire you the creds. And he kind of like pulls out a little data pad, and he like beep 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 beep. Like, oh, what, what are your codes? And he, you guys like give your codes, and he's like beep beep beep. And you guys like uh, suddenly have like a little like chime in your brains, maybe that says like you've been paid. I'll um, take it. And then like the the little Venmo line, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> saving my life. Yeah, little emojis. Wait, do you get paid? Because you're uh, donut. you're getting paid in clocks, right? Yeah, he's not getting money. What are you doing? You're getting paid in clocks. I heard a thousand <laughs> each. Well, no, clocks, baby. Yeah, did he mean a thousand for each of us? Or he did meant a thousand for you two. Yeah. You guys, you guys were very specific about how you're getting paid. In but clocks. of course, the old man is gonna match. give him clocks. So yeah. we're, all of yeah, us, we're all gonna get another thousand yeah. when we go to the old man. <laughs> I just say that out loud. Yes. No, you don't. You don't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I was very careful tonight. Fine. Yes, we'll you certainly get it. Fine, I yield. <laughs> I yield on that. Awesome. 
Um, so you guys are able to make it back to the ship. Uh, do you guys want to do anything in this little podunk uh, corner of the universe before you head back to the to the Father to collect? I'm going to rev the engines and kick up a bunch of snow just to displace something as a an, a, like an act of defiance, make true a, to my cat nature. Make a pilot roll. <laughs> you got it. I got a three. <laughs> Hope I don't hurt anybody. Oh, no. So you try to like floor it and you... Uh, Crash into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you, you crack the dome, <laughs> sending everyone... Just an enormous <laughs> mountain of snow comes in and buries the whole city. You, 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 try to, you try to floor it and uh, you do like a donut for half a second before realizing you like uh, didn't put it in didn't put it in, in go and you like burn up the engine for like half a second um so so now there's just like a big cloudy uh black smoke kind of developing in the engine room Fuck suddenly yeah. suddenly you you see on your uh, uh you get like a little beep beep and uh david is like uh engine room pressures dangerously high i'm gonna go take care of that i'm sorry guys it's okay it's all right. I'll fly the ship. <laughs> um, while he's taking care of that, uh, Hinta would like to check the like news feeds to figure out why the philosophers were on this planet. Okay. Um, as you check the news feeds, you kind of hear uh, there's some stuff going down. You hear that um, the Zenova Corp prince has been missing for two weeks now and that there are several agencies working on the case. Uh no one has seen him in uh, in about in about that much time, uh, so there are no leads currently, and there is a reward offered for his return, uh, one million credits currently, um, though it seems to be going up as it used to be five hundred thousand credits. It seems to be rising uh, the longer he uh, maintains his at large status. You also hear um, uh, word of the Warwick Empire and uh, that they are having clashes with um, Ninono. Uh, uh, Intergalactic, the corporation, one of the big co- oh, corporations. Right. Yeah, I forgot about Nino now. And uh, it seems like they're kind of uh, on the outskirts of like the same system that you guys are in right now. Um, so that's kind of happening uh, right around you guys. Um, no word, though, as far as you can tell, about any official sort of uh, missions or diplomacy or anything involving the philosophers uh, traveling to this system. You think that it might have to do with that war, though, if anything. Okay. Interesting. Guys, have you heard about the prince that disappeared from Zenovo? Wait, are we we out in space now? Uh, Can we officially relax? Have I only been missing for two weeks? Uh, How long have you been missing? I mean, that was like a, at I felt least like a year. We joined. I think I joined the crew like so a year think, ago, but yeah. like maybe they only announced well, it two weeks. That's ago? That's what I was okay. thinking. Is that they they hadn't uh, announced it to the public. They hadn't opened it up to the world at large. But now so they're yeah. desperate. But yeah, they're now they're using everyone as their you know. Now they're trying to fuck stooges. me over. Yeah, <laughs> they always are. Um, so yeah, you guys get back on the ship, and I'll say that. So maybe you played that for everyone, so that everyone could hear that uh, that kind of news feed for a second. Um, yeah, and so you guys are on the ship uh, with Wilson and Devin and David. Um, you're headed back to uh, to Scatha in order to cash in with uh, with Gito. 
all of these names I've created that I remember so well. <laughs> uh, so you go back to Scatha to deal with Jito. Uh, and the things go pretty well. As you walk in, he's like, Oh, boys, good to see you. So soon, so happy. Everything go well on the planet, yes? Yes, everything was successful. Fantastic, so cool, so good. Yes, your son paid us 1000 each. Oh, perfect, I match. And he gives you each a thousand more, you two. And then he goes, and of course, for my boy, I package already. Make it easy for you to take to ship. And uh, he says, but I leave one out so you can eat now. <laughs> and he laughs. Thank and you. Uh, he kind of wheels out on his little like dolly, his little hover dolly, his uh, uh, like six, like really well shrink wrapped um clocks like grandfather size of kind of different sizes and shapes <laughs> and uh and one is kind of the one that he showed you before is out and like ready for you as he just says like and here is the baby so good so pretty i know you were like Ractor, i appreciate it Ractor like pats him on the shoulder or sorry pats it on the shoulder and uh is it it or them um them but it's acceptable since it's okay. a non-human entity so Ractor pats them on the shoulder and says uh you know, we can sell those for a lot and buy you a lot of, like, cheap clocks that probably taste just as good. Why would I want a cheap clock? Because it tastes just as good? It does not. Have you ever tried a delicious clock? I haven't. To be honest with you, I haven't tried a clock. And, it sounds and, uh, like a funny video. I could, I, mean, I could take out my, like, smart photo. I'm like, this looks like it's going to be good Gito, for, like, for the internet. Jito, like, elbows you in the kidneys, and he's like, you never try. It's so good. I think about it, too, until he tell me. And I was like, okay, I guess. And you are going to have your life changed, my boy. Did try he just say he ate clocks? Oh, that's his old thing, right? Eating clocks? That's his... That's their, their old thing. I didn't know you... Eight clocks I too, Gito. He come in here for so long, and I always think, oh, well, he trying to eat the clock. Maybe I try it. I try it one time. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna wait outside. I this will, is a little okay. too much for me right now. I yeah. will equate it to, um, I guess, the liquor that you drink. Hey, you want to get drunk? I walked outside because this show was too clock. much for me. <laughs> And then we go over to the Peregrine. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> awesome. You guys Line them up, Hana. The... <laughs> <laughs> I just... won't throw up this time. And she's like, you got it, sugar. And she, like, pours you more. You guys get drunk! And then think that's a good place to stop for now, as you guys get uh, everything you guys pretty much want uh, yay. from this yeah. experience. Uh, in the tableau, I think, at the end is... Uh, kind of scritch and Ractor clinking uh, while right behind them, Henta just devours an entire grandfather clock. Like at uh, the bar. At the bar table, yes. Yeah. Probably with the, his whole store uh. of the other of the other clocks sitting there next to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fade to black. Um, so I think I think that's where we're going to end today, you guys. I think cool. that was uh, pretty pretty good times. You guys were very successful in, in making <laughs> making bad things happen to bad people. Um, or bad beast men. Um, the way that advancement works in this game, which we're going to try to do here um, uh, at the end, is that at the end of each gaming session, uh, we award, a, we, the GMs, award up to three points to the group based on these guidelines. Um, do you think that this was one of these three? That you had accomplished little or had a very short session? Do you think you had more successes than failures? Or do you think that you succeeded greatly 
and that your adventure had a significant impact on the overall story? I'd say medium. I don't think we had a significant impact on the overall story. I think we we pretty much uh, aced it with regards to, you know, completing the mission. But it was a side quest. Well, what's the main quest? We don't have a main quest. <laughs> true, our, our main quest enough. is to make money, and we yeah, made a shitload of money. Survive, That's true. Baby. He, yeah. he got five blocks. You know? He got, sorry. Oh, six. I got six they blocks. Got, they got six They blocks. got six clocks. I'm, I'm they gonna got, they were very happy. <laughs> it's been just, tough. Just use the name. That's what Penta got six clocks. Yeah. Penta got six clocks. Sounds like a children's That's story. That's as many as four tens. <laughs> Penta That's got terrible. six clocks. That does sound like a kid's story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Raptor killed five men. <laughs> Raptor killed like <laughs> Scritch two. smoked four joints. Yeah. Three, three <laughs> and this is how you learn your numbers. Um, so you guys were thinking kind of there in the middle, like you had more successes than failures, but you didn't uh, affect the story that much. I, I mean, we affected our personal story, but not there's, impact there's not the really a main story, yeah, but we, right. we didn't, we didn't have a long, did we though? I'm, I'm leaving it up to you guys have more uh, to discuss. Cause I think it's more interesting. Than well, cause was, like we, we killed this advanced party of, uh, Oryx. Is that going to have a major significance I was thinking later about down that. the road? Good. It could. We could argue that we made a huge dent because not only did we not help rebuild an entire beryllium mining colony, we also took out uh, an elite force from the edge of a larger empire. Yeah, if, any, like, though, if anything, we've made things was worse. The, was the we made lead... things a lot <laughs> yeah. worse. We, we effected great change by we, making we, things worse. We, was, we, was the leader of this Auric party that he uh, executed, was that like a, oh. a leader? <laughs> was that like a prince or something? Uh, I don't think you think he was royalty, though I, I imagine you could kind of roll for like something to kind of roll a fortune die <laughs> something like that to figure well just some some sort of notice or something to figure out whether or not you would have recognized him i mean he was a or, commander uh, so it's like it's up there but it's i not mean maybe continue maybe continue checking the uh the video feed or whatever and see if there's anything about it on in future uh future broadcasts because yeah. there could be i don't imagine that they would have gotten that news like as it happened but you know it could be reported on later you guys knew the name of one of the people at least ludo as he introduced himself. Yeah. I would say that, like, in terms of objectives, we were successful in kind of stating our people's wants, but, like, in the terms of, like, an overarching story, like, this was chasing chickens, so, like, it's yeah. not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, to be fair, you caught those chickens real good. That's true. Um, but um, it doesn't okay. defeat, uh, not Sauron, but whatever the guy's name is. Yep. In Sauron. Zelda. Yeah. Ganondorf. Ganondorf. That is true. Ganondorf. But every chicken you bring gets you closer to a bottle, which can help you kill Ganondorf. That's the truth. That's true. Mm. So I think everyone take two two experience points. So hold on to your two experience as we continue our journey into this crazy galaxy. Uh, I've been Andrew Mena, your GM for the day. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Andromeda and on Instagram at the Andromeda. Uh, to my right, as always, Tari J. Miller. Hi! You can find me at Tari J. T A U R I J A Y. Why not? I don't know. Okay. This has been your friend Lewis. You can find me on Twitter at LWS Young or listen to the other actual play that I do at Dungeon Hole. Welcome to the Dungeon Hole. Do it. It's good. I'm on that too. It's right. pretty good. Connor? And I'm um, Connor, who plays the little boy Scritch, and just follow me at uh, Ouroboros Studios at Instagram, which is O-U-R-O-B-O-R-O-S Studios. 
Everyone knows how to spell Ouroboros. You'd Come on. think, no, you would think that. Everybody you would knows. think that, but they don't. <laughs> and there's two ways to spell it. I picked a really hard name to make us my way to get only to, only if you have to say stuff. it verbally right Which, yeah this is anyway <laughs> thanks again yeah. for joining us <laughs> for this actual play podcast of the savage worlds games game system thanks for joining us i've been andrew benna i'll see you guys next time bye ride a dice ride a dice <laughs> Hey guys, Future Tari here again. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to follow Ride or Dice, you can do so on Twitter at Ride or Dice Pod. You can also subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and I think they're trying to get a few more up. So uh, keep an eye out on the Twitter for any additional platforms they may be launching on. But definitely go to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure that you uh, hit the uh, link in the description and you can go straight to the subscription uh, guys we'll see you next week oh my gosh we miss you we hope you had a great Labor Day bye